News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. On it goes, and there is a long way to go as Florida struggles to get back on its feet following Hurricane Ian's deadly rampage across the state. Correspondent Bobby Kina Cavall in Fort Myers says life has been turned inside out for many people, some of whom have lost everything. There were long lines at gas stations. Some businesses were accepting cash only. Power outages remained extensive, and residents were told not to drink water straight from the tap. It was unclear when things would get back to normal. There is also much recovery work to be done in the Carolinas, slammed by the storm as well. The death toll has surpassed 80. President Biden visits storm-ravaged Puerto Rico later today. He'll stop in Florida on Wednesday. And in the wake of Ian's devastation, Town Hall News and our companion network, SRN News, partnering with the Christian non-profit relief agency, Food for the Poor, to send emergency supplies to the victims in Florida and the Carolinas. More information at the website, srnnews.com. Brazil's presidential election headed to a runoff at month's end, much to the surprise of pollsters. Socialist candidate Lula da Silva failing to clinch a victory that had been predicted by many. Polls had predicted a 14 percentage point gap between the two candidates, but they underestimated the support for Jair Bolsonaro. After the results, Lula joked that destiny liked to work him hard, but that he would win the election. He said the campaign for the second round would begin today. Bolsonaro, meanwhile, said that he would show people that the change they were looking for would mean Brazil ending up like Venezuela. That's the BBC's Katie Watson. On Wall Street, the Dow is up 292 points, the Nasdaq ahead 54. More on these stories at townhall.com. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy! Families and friends of some of the 125 people who died in a crush set off by police tear gas after an Indonesian soccer match Wail and grief as the bodies of the victims return home today. Outside the Kanjurohan Stadium in Malang, clusters of candles were left to mark the places where people died on Saturday night. Some next to the still-locked exit gates, visibly buckled by the weight of the crowd which had been trying to escape the clouds of tear gas. Nearby were the burnt shells of police trucks, targeted by fans furious at the way the authorities had handled the crowd trouble. The government has promised an independent investigation into how the disaster happened. The BBC's Jonathan Head. Israel's military says two men fatally shot during a West Bank raid earlier today. They tried to ram their car into a military vehicle carrying the soldiers who opened fire. News and analysis at townhall.com. 
Hi, everybody. Good morning. Mostly cloudy today. Maybe a few peaks of sun from time to time. It'll be breezy once again with highs in the low 60s, below average. Tonight, mostly cloudy and cool, 42. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy. Chance for an afternoon and evening showers. Temperatures will be in the low 60s tomorrow. Wednesday, isolated showers early, then partly to mostly cloudy. Temperatures in the mid to upper 60s. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Monday. 49 in Norwich, 51 in New London. Good morning. I'm Marty Hausberger. Herb's Country Store has been in Uncasville for 54 years, but its days may be numbered. The Plotnick family, who owns Herb, says it's time to move on, and they're putting out feelers to see if anyone wants to buy the business. They're asking about $700,000. Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee's administration is announcing new shelter beds for the homeless. Community organizations, including in Westerly, have been awarded a total of $3.5 million for 231 new beds. Rhode Island Coalition for the Homeless Executive Director, Caitlin Frumary, counted 370 people living outside last Thursday. As she notes that the weather in the ocean state getting chilly enough for people to start turning on the heat in their houses. Rhode Island GOP leader Dan Harrop has died. The Rhode Island Republican Party announced over the weekend that Harrop had died unexpectedly at age 68. Harrop ran for Providence mayor in 2006 and 2010. A post from the party on social media called Harrop a generous, faithful, devoted man who will be sorely missed. Details about his death not released. And the damages trial of controversial Internet host Alex Jones resumes tomorrow in Waterbury Superior Court. Jones has already been found liable by a judge in the suit, followed by are filed by Sandy Hook Elementary School victims and an FBI agent all over his claims the attack was a hoax. You might remember in testimony last week, Robbie Parker said his family moved from Connecticut to the Pacific Northwest because of torment inflicted by Jones's followers after his daughter was killed. Jones is expected to return to the stand, continue his testimony before that trial ends. Mostly cloudy, maybe a little sun here and there. A breezy day, high of 62. It's 49 in Norwich at 10.06. Next news at 11. I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH, and now Stu Breyer. Some very strange things happened over the weekend here. Yeah, what happened? My chair shrunk. Maybe you got taller. Oh. Leave it to you. Really? You yeah, that's right. So? Oh. I think that's probably the case. I got taller. I never know what to expect on Monday. It's just... Uh, you know, anything could happen here on the weekend, and it usually does. Yeah. Well, anyway, I found a taller chair, so I'm okay. All right. You know, we, we announcers, we have to have the same earphones. You have to have the same chair. That's right. Everything has to feel the same comfort. That's right. We have to be comfortable. Comfortable. Yeah. So I'm pretty high up right now. Are you? Pretty high at the moment. Can't see you, really. I see your hands. Oh, yeah. There we go. Okay. You look... You look you look about normal. As normal as you can look. You said the kindest things to me. <laughs> what is what is wrong with the uh, people? Yeah, yeah. People and why the sport of soccer? Oh my gosh, that's awful. So bizarrely sick in the head. What a hideous story. What a, I mean, think about this, folks. They go to a soccer game. All right, it's competition. Maybe your team wins. Maybe it loses. And then after the game, they riot. Yeah, it's not then, the end of the world. Your team loses. Then the tear gas comes in. People panic. Yeah. And 125 people are killed. Stampeded or killed by tear gas. or Yeah. Over a stupid game. A soccer game. Yeah, soccer, soccer match. 
I mean, even we Red Sox fans, when we used to blow every game and uh, never did anything like that. There was no stampeding, no. There was no stampeding in no baseball. No tear gas, no. What? Yeah, this is, this is crazy. Soccer. soccer fans are nuts, man. It's international soccer. I don't think yeah. they have those problems here. I don't think so either, no. 125 people yeah. lost their lives during a soccer game, after a soccer yeah. game. That's all you need to know about the state of the human race. If there's any psychiatrists or psychologists out there who would like to call up today and uh, try to explain that to me, what, what goes through someone's mind because they lose a game? Hmm? Their priorities definitely are skewed. 125 people. Might as well have been in the hurricane in Florida. Yeah. And these people are trying to save their lives. These people have... Anyway, I wanted to vent a little bit with you this, this That's morning. That's a good venting right there. Do you yeah. play That's soccer? I mean, soccer's i I'm not a big fan of soccer. What can I say? Just I coached youth soccer, and the extent of my playing was uh, junior high phys ed class mm-hmm. for maybe a semester. That's so, it. So when your team lost, did anybody get too upset? or no? I punched a teacher when I lost because I didn't like it. Punched the teacher. Yeah. Well, okay, but the teacher survived. He did survive, yes. So that's good. That's good. So you really weren't that violent. But we never lost again. <laughs> so. All right. No, I wouldn't do that. You, you don't believe that. No, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I just want to make sure people don't believe that. Yeah, no, I didn't. Not Marty. Mr. Dingus was tough. I wasn't going to punch him. He was the wrestling coach. I wasn't about to touch him. I he would have hurt me. Uh, I would have loved to have punched my uh, teacher... In school, physical, when we, uh, you know, went to the gym, the mm-hmm. gym teacher. Yeah. If there's anybody I would have socked, it would have been him. Made you do the rope climb and all that. He yeah. was uh, vicious. Yeah. Evil. Yes. Masochism. Mm. Not a very nice person. Really? Mr. Gillis. Mr. He must Gillis. have been a naughty person because I remember his name. That's right, yeah. He must have uh, left quite Gillis. the impression on you. He was the type of guy, if one person acted up, he would have everybody run around the school as many times. This was a big high school. Mm. Go outside and run around and run around and run around. and A lot of acreage, huh? Yeah, he was a sicko. My mother sent him a note. Really? What did it say? Dear Mr. Gillis. Yes, you know, these are very extreme measures. And then I, I got a job so I could get out of uh, gym. Oh, okay. I was a milk boy. I think I told you that. I <laughs> you turned into the milkman so you could get out of gym. I passed out milk during lunchtime. <laughs> oh, that's right, yes. That's right. It was a little tough. Some of those little milks were heavy. <clears throat> yes. Of course, everybody blamed me if the milk was leaking. Right, they leaked every now and then. Now and then, and they, they'd throw it back at me, like kind of whip it back at me. Yeah. I was crying. You were, you were better off in gym class. I was crying out for Mr. Gillis. <laughs> Please rescue me, Mr. Gillis. <laughs> but I did get out of gym. That was a wonderful thing. Mm. Okay. Can I tell you? 65% of Americans said the cost of raising a child is extremely important in their decision about having children in the future. Sure. More so than any other factor asked. Really? Cost. Okay. Mm-hmm. That makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Sure. The country is split on abortion issues. 69% of conservative Republicans compared to 34% of moderate Democrats saying the states should handle abortion laws, while 45% of moderate Republicans 
83% of liberal Democrats believe there should be a national law on abortion. Overall, Americans express much more support for racial equality than for sex or gender equality, and they are slightly more likely to endorse the idea of inclusion than of rejecting racism, sexism, or homophobia. For example, just over 60% of Americans agree that public schools should actively teach students to reject racism. Large percentages of Republicans, however, prefer that these issues be handled by parents, not at school. 60% of moderate Republicans want parents to teach about racial identity, and nearly 70% prefer parents to teach about sexual orientation and gender identity. That's not a surprise, right? Yeah. Mm, parents want to be not. parents. They want to do a lot of numbers. Teaching at home, yeah. Americans are more worried about inflation than other economic concerns. 89% yeah. of Americans are at least somewhat worried about how inflation will affect their family finances. 56% are very worried. About a third of Americans primarily blame the Biden administration and its policies for inflation. A third? Yep. Yep. Who else are you going to blame? I, I was going to say, who else is there to blame? Who's left to blame? Not you. Not no, me. I had nothing to do with it. Uh, Americans blame two major causes for inflation. Most Republicans blame the policies of the Biden administration, while most Democrats blame disruptions to the supply chain caused by the recent pandemic, notably the institution formerly tasked with managing inflation. Federal Reserve gets off slightly mm-hmm. in these data. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's some stats to start off the week. It's a lot. It's a lot to comprehend. It's a lot to take in. Yeah. Okay. Tomorrow we'll have one of the Cowsills on the program. Seriously? Yep. Paul Cowsill from the very really big group that was Holy popular moly. in the 60s. Yes. What from time's he going to be on? 11 o'clock. Wow. They're making a comeback. They are? Sure. After wow. 10 years, they wrote an album, all the songs in the album. No kidding. And uh, we'll have a little chat with him. Should be a little fun subject. That will be fun. Did you ever get a chance to, to see that documentary on the Cowsills? I have not. I didn't know there was one out there. Did there you? is one out there? there. Look it up because they grew up in a terrible family environment. Really? You would think these people are happy singing people. Right. The dad was a bleep. Ah, a bleep, okay. And the mom used to sing with the group. Where can I find this documentary? I don't know. It was on mm-hmm. um, HBO, no, not HBO. It was on, you know, Netflix or one of them. All right, I'll find it. Check it out. That's my tip of the day. All right, thank you. Okay, I like to tip Marty because he's right. a good newsman. Thank you. I'll Just take any tip. Put money in an envelope over the door and uh, yep. we're all set. I love it. Grabs it in a second. <laughs> It's time for the number one talk test, show test, of test, Eastern test, Connecticut test. and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Stu is with you, WICH, and I uh, hope your weekend was good, or better than that even. Welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Hey. hey. I just wanted to say again, uh, my condolences go out to Marvin's brother and his mother, um, Angelina, I believe her name is, and his name is Greg. Mm-hmm. And I was so sorry to hear he passed away. I took and went through my Get Well cards from a couple of years ago, and I got two. I had more. I couldn't find the others that Marvin sent me, so I got those right near my screen window now. 
and I put my uh, stained glass lamp on early in the wee hours to uh, remember Marvin. That's right. He sent you some get-well cards, which is a very sweet thing that he did. Yes, he did. And he sent two, a St. Anthony prayer card and mm-hmm. also Eastertide with my, um, what was that? Oh, one is for my birthday and the other St. Patrick's, yeah, St. Patrick's Day. But um, anyway, he was uh, definitely uh, full of uh, energy at Marvin, but um, sure, we sure will miss him. Oh, thank you, Stu. Yeah, thank you. I was thinking the other day that it takes so long to really get to know someone. You think you know them. Sometimes the first impression isn't so hot, and you get to know them, and they're terrific people, or vice versa. So give people a chance. There's a lot of good in a lot of people. Sometimes they mess up. I mean, what a sweet thing that was, Marvin, was sending him get-well cards while uh, Wonder Man was uh, really under the weather. You're on the air. Welcome. Morning, Stu. How you doing? All right, sir. Have a good weekend? Yeah, okay. A few allergies kicking in, but what are you going to do? A little chilly out today, huh? Yeah, it's a little cooler than it's supposed to be this time of year. I had the oil tank filled up. I, I think I'd better hide the thermostat, though. God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Stu, uh, my hat goes off to that governor in Florida, Ron DeSantis. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I kind of think maybe that's the guy we're going to need in 2024. Well, he would be the guy that I would be rooting for to run for president, and certainly I would vote for him. And uh, how would you like to see Joe Biden in that situation right about now? He'd probably he'd probably wipe out the rest of Florida. Well, in these situations, he's got a lot of people that help him, and uh, it's kind of an easy one for a president. You do all the best you can for the place that's been devastated, and uh, so he'll be visiting there and any money that they need. These are automatic decisions for any president. If he messes that one up, my God, you know. But. Right. And how about that statement our vice president made about e- e- equity, equity? Well, I must have said something really bad, but uh, she is the worst vice president that we could ever have. You know, you, you take care of everybody, not just one group of mm-hmm. people. She just can't resist playing the race game. Just can't resist it. I don't know. I don't know what her problem is, but all right. Well, I think it's a little too cold to sit out on the porch and listen to the wind chimes today, so I'm going to stay inside the house. They must have been chiming a lot over the weekend, a little bit, huh? A little bit of banging. Yeah. All right. Well, you have yourself a good day. Now. Hey, thanks. Good to hear from you. Chiming in. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi, Larry. Very nice. Uh, <laughs> Very nice mass on uh, fr- Friday, uh, St. Patrick's for mm-hmm. uh, f- for Marvin, and uh, a lot of people went, which was nice. Even a couple of city uh, dignitaries, uh, including the mayor, was there. No, oh, that's nice. That's really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very nice mass. Yeah. Well, and, it's uh, uh, he had a volatile life. He's was a veteran, and he did do some very good things, um, particularly for the veterans through the years. Yeah, as far as usual, Father Tony made everybody laugh. Oh, Father Tony. We love Father Tony. I always yeah. want to get him on the program yeah. if I were he would he talked about He talked about how Marvin would, would sit in the middle of the church in the aisle, and every time he walked down at the end of Mass, uh, he, he'd grab out and try to talk to him. Oh, <laughs> he yeah. says, Marvin, i got to go. Of course, of course, yeah. 
<laughs> Marvin was like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he made he made everybody in the church laugh about a couple of things he said about Marvin. I wonder if he realized uh, how people appreciated him and uh, miss him so much. I wonder if he realized that. Hopefully, he well. Did. I don't know. Maybe he didn't expect the uh, the amount of people that went went, Mm -hmm. Uh, and they did. It was a good crowd, and a lot of people also went to the funeral home to the wake. So it was um, was really nice on Friday. It was a good day for him. Yeah, it was nice. I'm glad they. I'm glad they did all of that. I was afraid that he was just going to be buried and uh, not just just be forgotten. So I'm glad that all of this was done. The family did a very nice job. Mm Mm-hmm. So his mom and his so, brother were there. I don't know about any other family that he had. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she was there. The poor mom sitting in a wheelchair right up in the front of the church, right in the aisle. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. He always wanted to move mothers to... Don't want, mothers don't want to bury the children, of course. But, of course. Mm-hmm. But it happens that way uh, quite a bit. So, But anyways, I wanted to bring that up. And that guy that just uh, brought this thing up about that idiot, Vice President... How can she make a statement like that to, to to divide this country more than we're divided already? That the the aid's going to be divided based on equity? Come on, man! You don't say things like this in this country. You don't you don't do this. Everybody's the same: black, white, Asian, pink, blue. I don't care who you are, or what color you are. But if you keep dividing people and saying they're divided, they're going to feel like yeah, they're divided. Yeah, but she's the vice president, and I don't care if she's black. She should be. She's stupid. She, has, she should have more brains than that to, to, to bring something up like that when people are hurting down in Florida. They have no homes. White and black people have no homes. White and black people have no food. White and black people have no nothing. And for her to bring up something like this, that, that money is going to be based on equity, in other words, all the money is going to go to the black people first, this is, this is ignorance to, to talk like this to, to people. That, that, that's what this is. This, she's stupid. She's an ignorant, stupid idiot. Well, the number one ignorance is that uh, Joe Biden chose her, and he chose her not because of her abilities. He chose her for her color. Of course. That's why he chose her. Yeah. So So that was his first big mistake. But anyways, that got me this weekend. Boy, did that get me after all these people are hurting down there, white and black people both. Yeah. Uh, and uh, she had to come out and say something like that. Oh, my gosh, did that piss me off, Stu? Oh my gosh! I know what everybody's going to everybody's going to get the equal same uh, treatment, whether you're white or black. Okay, and then if there's a problem afterwards, and somebody thinks they didn't get treated fairly over somebody else, then they can file a complaint or do something that they have to do. But not to bring it up two days or three days after a hurricane when all these people are hurting like this. Larry, I don't know what to say. I, I had to hold back on some words to describe her because I didn't want to get too cruel, but. Uh... She is certainly not qualified for that position, or any position in Washington, for that matter. No. And one other thing, I'll let you go. In the Post today, okay, I know you don't get the Post, but you, we the... were talking about this just last week. Remember we were talking about giving money to Florida and how money's been stolen yes. from other uh, uh, things and all of that, and that mm-hmm. you don't know if you should give it. Right on the front page of the Post today, the Great American Swindle. U.S. stands to lose $564 billion in COVID relief fraud. And as a picture, this is beautiful, as a picture of the safe with a dollar bill hanging out of it and the door wide open. $564 swindle out of COVID. 
this is Darwin. so bad. This is so bad because people would love to be sending money to help people, and we're we're so reluctant to do so because of the incompetence of how it gets there. It's horrible. So I'm going to save I'm going to save this uh, post for you too, so you can read page seven, the entire article on this uh, uh, theft and who stole it and where it went to. You're going to be very very shocked to read this article. Biggest heist in American history. That is. Well, they did catch some people, didn't they? Larry, that? They did arrest some people in one of the scams with that money, didn't they? Well. Not that it's going to change anything, of course. They were able to do it. I guess a few people were, 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 were actually, 46 people were arrested for another part of the COVID scam. Believe it or not, that money was supposed to go to needy uh, yeah. for food for children in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. That's where that money was supposed to go to. And 46 people stole all that money. Those kids never got one bit of food. They stole. How these people can do these things, they, they, but they did arrest them. Um, you know, it's heartbreaking, and I'll, and I'll read that article if you save it for me, that uh, – what could that oh, it says money? it right here. I'm sorry. It says it right here. $10 billion in fraud from other programs like food and farm aid, including a $250 million scheme targeting money meant to feed children that were uncovered in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So there you go. There's one little paragraph for that that I just I didn't even see that in there until I just told you. But that other money that you spoke of, can you imagine how many people that could have helped? <laughs> Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. But these, you know what they do in Washington? I told you this before. They just write open checks to everybody. Still, we'll give same thing with Ukraine. Open checks. Just give them the, uh, just give them the money. Sixty-six billion dollars already, and they're already some people are already complaining. They don't know where the money went to. Yeah, they don't know where it is. So what else is new, huh? Yeah. Of course, Korea, I know you You know this, whether you like the people in Ukraine or not, they're one of the most, if not the most corrupt uh, nation in the, in the world. Oh, absolutely. The government has been accused through the years of corruption. I, you know, it's the poor innocent people in the middle who would uh, still like their lives back. Yep. But anyways, this, this is unreal. The stuff just continues in and. I'll tell you, if people really want to know what's going on in the country and they want the truth, pick up a copy of the New York Post. <laughs> See, the thing is, when they're watching some of those other networks, they're not even going to get half of these stories. No. No. A- a- B- no. ABC and NBC, CBS, uh, they won't report on anything that you see that's relevant to the people of this country. They will not report it because they, they don't want to this day, they haven't reported one thing about Hunter Biden. You want to you want to see anything about Hunter? You got to go to Fox News Nation or Newsmax. There's not zero time for all those three mainstream media. Certainly not anymore. They did a little bit, but not much. Not much at all. So, yeah. All right. Okay, Stu. Thank you. You're welcome. What a shame, huh? Welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Sue. Hello, Susan. Yeah. Susan, oh, Susan, Susan. Larry brought up a lot of the topics I was thinking about. Yeah, Carmela is, I don't know. Well, we know he wanted to pick her not because of her qualifications, and that's one of the most important jobs in the world, being vice president. So right off the bat, he blew it there. Well, you heard that one that she said when she was over in South Korea. 
Yeah, she was praising oh, we're, North we're, Korea. We're, might yeah. as well just say we're all buddy buddy with North Korea. And then as soon as she left, he um, or they call him Rocket Man over there, North Korea. He he shot a missile off as soon mm-hmm. as she left. But that's not the funny funny of it all. When he just mentioned before he got off about Hunter Biden. Why, if there's something that won't open your eyes up at 3 o'clock in the morning when you hear the news come on, because I have to have white noise when I go to sleep. I can't stand a silent house, okay? Okay, Well, you're used to it, yeah. Yeah, and so do you know what they're hiding in the hard drive of Hunter Biden's laptop while they're not bringing it out? A guy named Ben Ferguson yeah, he's really very mouthy against the Biden, so they hide him in the middle of the night. He said, on that laptop, there is a American nap written in Chinese. The plot was, apparently, from what I kind of gathered, because it was just, you know, quips and quotes, the Chinese want to infiltrate the oil companies in America and take them over. And Joe Biden and Jill Biden were to get an office, I mean, almost like a proxy for them or something. Remember when Hillary Clinton allowed Russia to have 30% of our Ukrainian when she was... um, Uranium? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm tired this morning. I I got up late because I stayed up late in the middle of the night listening. I'm like, what? So they really are in with the Chinese. And when Trump said a vote for Joe is a vote for China, as they said on uh, laughing, you bet your bippy it is. Well, I don't think Joe Biden wants the American America to go down to China. But uh, there's a lot of greed element when it came to Bun- uh, Hunter Biden and all the money that they took in. So uh, he's just not competent. Well, now I find out um, on one of my weekend uh, USA Today's, he's dealing with Venezuela. I thought Venezuela had bad guys in it, like Hugo Chavez and all them. I mean, didn't they steal oil companies' wells and never do anything with them, and then all the people starved in Venezuela because they were dumb and didn't do it? Well, they know Venezuela, which is not a bad thing. They released some of their prisoners recently. Yeah, and I hope they're not... Now, that, yeah. And look at how they're getting wined... The Venezuelans up in New York City are getting wined and dined. And then these ones down here in Florida, everybody has got to have someone they know or a relative in Florida. I do. My husband does. Everybody. And it's like, really, Kamala? Only certain people are going to get help? Really? I mean, anyone who could vote for the people that back these Joe Biden and give him power, and you have to know. I know you said, well, we have to check their voting, whatever, but think. The only person that votes once in a while out of lockstep with the Democrats was Manchin. That means Murphy and Blumenthal and Courtney, everybody else has to vote just straight whatever Joe Biden wants, and it's not good And another thing that guy said last night, (coughs) he said, you know why the gas prices are so high in California? He said, because they are taxing the oil and gas, and it's actually taxes. 
They're raking in. It's already no. over six something. A lot of the people that they elect are incompetent. I got to run, Sue. Thank oh, you. Oh, boy. Yeah, See you later. Okay. Take a nap. Okay, what do we got for weather? Mostly cloudy, maybe a few peaks of sun. That'd be nice. High 62. Tonight, mostly cloudy and cool. 42. Tuesday, cloudy chance of an afternoon or evening shower. 64. Wednesday, isolated showers in 67. Currently, it is 50 degrees. Like to hear from you at 889-5252. That is our number. 94.5 and 1310-WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit wich.com slash contest dash rules. And now a small business setback, delivered by a kind French stranger. Uh, Monsieur, there was an accident. The windshield of your catering van is, uh, how do you say, kaput? But Progressive has an extensive network of repair shops. Now, we sing about the old days. Brave marin revient de guerre. When things go wrong with your small business, it's comforting to know you have Progressive Commercial. Get a quote in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Croissance for everyone! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates covered subject to policy terms and conditions. Fox News commentary. There will be a new color added to one of your favorite chocolate candy snacks, and it's not for flavor, it's for virtue signaling. Oh, goody. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. Hi, I'm Lisa Booth for Bishop Gold Group. Are you worried about your financial future as retirement gets closer? All over the country, soon-to-be retirees are fearing for their financial future as markets remain volatile. Bishop Gold Group helps you invest in gold and gold IRAs to protect your wealth and retirement during times of high inflation and wild swings in the market. Secure your future today. Contact Bishop Gold Group by dialing pound 250 from a mobile phone and say the keyword Bishop Gold or visit bishopgoldgroup.com. I think the company behind M&M's is introducing a new purple character to its lineup. Now, let me be clear. They aren't adding a new color to the candy selection itself, just a figurehead character to represent acceptance and inclusivity. The character will be female, which is odd given the woke aren't usually fond of assigning genders. But either way, the new character named Purple is the first new M&M character in a decade. She has a keen self-awareness and a quirky nature, quite the accomplishment for a candy-coated snack. But there's more. She also has a single out, and for every stream of I'm just gonna be me, the company will donate one dollar to the charity Sing for Hope up to five hundred thousand dollars. Now look, if they want to add a new Eminem character, fine and cool. But does it have to have a woke undertone? Remember earlier this year, Mars Inc. already vowed to shake up its candy characters to be more diverse and tolerant. A candy, really? Where does it end? I'm Tommy Laren. Oh, purple Eminem. I don't care what color it is. I love the Eminems. Mm, you're in the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi. Oh, I was just going to say, but they don't have black ones either. Um, but anyway, uh, that was Sleepless in uh, Preston, right? That called before? That was Susan. Yes, Susan. Mm-hmm. Eight o'clock, Susan. So um, I was just thinking about, uh, since you brought up Kamala Harris, um, like I said, and, and it isn't anything I haven't said before about the trickle-down effect and... Um, equity all the way down and it's happening in jobs and and whatever it doesn't mean qualifications it means equity so that's what they're pushing uh so much for that um the thing i wanted to um talk about was the shootings there's some shootings in uh on boswell avenue in norwich and which leads me to say when blumenthal and murphy are trying to ban the AR-15, 
I guess that's the name of the uh, weapon, and you're spending all this time on that. Well, let me tell you, statistics are people are arming up, whether they're legal, illegal, um, registered or not, um, that's going to outweigh what they're trying to achieve because people are going to um, want to defend themselves. So, so much for that. Um, the yeah. other thing I wanted to talk about was, you know, when I, uh, I said I, I watched the debate with the governors? Yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Rob Hodling, he's independent, and he was he was there, and he really didn't get a chance to um, talk as the other two uh, people that, you know, I want to say buy their seats. If, so if you have a lot of money, you buy your seats. So I feel for the underdog that has a heart, um, I, would, I would like to listen to, but because they're trying to come up with money to go over the thresh, threshold to put their, money, um, their name into the ring, okay, to talk, um, you know, and they have a heart and whatnot. I would like, you know, that was the first time I ever heard of that third candidate, and I wish it was after the fact that they interviewed him that he was um, talking about uh, what he wanted to do and whatnot. He didn't get the time time of day with all the money uh, <clears throat> that he spent just to get his name on the ballot. That usually is so how it is. my solution is... What is your solution? My solution is they should lower the bar, tap the money that people are running um, to get their name in the ring uh, for these other people that have heart and soul that want to accomplish something. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I would like to hear more from outside candidates that have an agenda or policy. I would like to hear that rather than the rich old, rich old people that buy their seats and get the time of day. All right. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. It is now 50 degrees, WICHAM 1310. Remember when Joe Lieberman went to an independent and he was successful doing that? Well, he had certainly the name recognition. You're on the air. Welcome to the program. I'm going to listen to the Stu Breyer show today, and I'm not going to get mad. I'm going to listen to Stu Breyer, and I'm not going to get mad. You sound mad already, though. <laughs> Boy, man, just uh, you know, all these news stories that we talk about, which we have to talk about. Yes, sir. Got to take it all with a grip. As far as um, Kamala Harris, I have socks that are smarter. Very sad, uh, very sad that this is what we have. And there's some people that will say, oh, she's terrific. So what do you oh, do? Yeah, everybody yeah, has yeah. their uh, own opinion, sure, and that's sure. fine. But either way, I, I did the math here, and I figure Kamala Harris and Joe Biden, if you put them together, they're about equivalent to one of my socks in terms of intelligence. Really? So yeah. what I'm going to do is I'm starting a campaign, and I'll be talking to WICH about buying some airtime. I'm going to run my socks for president. Oh, really? Okay. Kevin sucks for president. Don't you think that has a ring to it? 
And when the president uh, has to uh, clean their clothes and they go into the dryer, they could disappear. Oh, that's yeah. There, you, you know, I hadn't worked that out yet. I socks have disappear to to the in the dryer. Oh boy! See, yeah. I'm not going to get mad. I'm not. <laughs> well, you got to remember too, just for a little bit of perspective here, that the the government that we're talking about right now can't even run a railroad. Can't even run a what? What's that, Kevin? Can't even run a railroad oh. such as Amtrak. Oh yes, uh, okay, you know yeah. what a disaster that is. <clears throat> I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but, I mean, they lose a lot of money. They can't run trains on time. They're just, oh, it's a shame. Isn't it amazing, so, though, that the money that we, good intentions or whatever, it disappears? Oh, yeah. yeah. And, you know, as far as the COVID money that Larry was talking about, yeah. Um, remember, they said at the beginning, anyone who... Uh, commits fraud and the use of this money will be prosecuted to the fullest extent and don't you dare try it and look at this you know what was it 540 billion or something crazy like that yeah just think of what that could have done for some people some poor people my goodness it yeah. changed lives yeah. around and all that money just poof well Amazing. it's it's like the telemarketers but it's a little bigger than that they they have no conscience no scruples no empathy for other people. All they want is money, money, money for themselves. I don't that's th- why I, I don't say know in this country, have... and it's probably not just in this country, honestly, but a lot of the world, we worship money instead of God. You know? I don't know if they have brains enough to follow the money and, and track the money. and Just like, I guess, the, as we said, there's no cure for stupidity. <laughs> well, let me go get one of my socks, and I'll ask him. <laughs> okay, so who will be your vice president? Your shorts? <laughs> All right, Chuck, one up for Sue. I like it. I like it. All right, buddy. Um, by the way, real quick, have you ever worked at a radio station where you had to stand up when you were on the air? You didn't have a chair? I have uh, in the early days. I yeah, did some yeah. stand-up shows, but I don't think it was mandatory. Well, it was uh, the station I'm thinking of that I worked for out west. It was like the only way that you could... When you were running the board and, and announcing it on the air, taking calls, whatever it was, you were standing up. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a stool in the corner of the studio, but it wasn't even high enough to, you know, you couldn't sit on it while you were working. I just like, oh, I used to hate that, you know. Yeah. And then you, when you were done or you had a break during commercials or something, you'd go sit on the stool because you were tired and you wouldn't get any of your other work done. I just thought I'd share that radio trivia with sound you. sound familiar. The... Um I remember when I got out of broadcasting school and I was auditioning at places. I, I auditioned in uh, when in Laconia, New Hampshire. Oh yeah, I've heard of it. And the guy said, "Well, we can't hire you because you have too much inflection, and we want all the announcers to have a." Mon- oh, I remember you telling that story. I yeah, never forgot yeah. that. We want everybody to sound alike and have a monotone. We we kind of had a program director who thought the same way. We used to call him Johnny Whitebread. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a little bit of behind the scenes for folks who are curious about radio. It's a strange business sometimes. Oh, man, I can tell you stories, and we'll do it sometime. Okay, buddy. Take care. Thank you. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hello, Stu. Hi there. See, see I believe right here in Connecticut, uh, the... I think it was a councilman in New Haven or West Haven. Uh, 
they took, uh, I think it was $800,000 of that uh, COVID money mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, spent it on whatever they wanted to spend it on. So sick. Well, yeah. But uh, besides that, the uh, I'd like some, uh, some of these people supporting Ned Lamont to call in and uh, tell us why we should vote for Ned. Some, uh, some new figures came out, and uh, the economy in Connecticut, uh, the growth rate for the last quarter is a minus 4.7%. In other words, <clears throat> uh, companies in Connecticut produced more goods, uh, 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 less goods, than they did uh, three months ago. And it's uh, on the slides, and it's, uh, that's the national figure was a minus 0.6%. But uh, we're next to last. Wyoming had uh, a negative 5%, and we had a negative 4.7% growth. And what's going to happen because of that <coughs> is if we didn't have this uh, uh, COVID money, the billions which were sent to us, and now we have a surplus, that's going to get eaten right up because uh, he's going to have to either raise the taxes uh, because the spending hasn't stopped, uh, and uh, it's just going to be uh, crazy uh, a recession. Well, that and would be they interesting. Won't, if, they, uh, won't, they won't admit we're in a recession. Mm-hmm. You know? I'd like to know, why, you know, listeners to call up why they like Ned Lamont, why they like Stefanowski, and that would be good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Have a good day, Stu. You too. Thank you. WICH weather, mostly cloudy today, high 62, 42 tonight. Tuesday, cloudy with a chance of an afternoon shower, 64. And Wednesday, showers early, 67. Currently 51. We'll get to another call coming up. Jeep Adventure Days are going on now for the entire month of October here at Falvey's Motors. Come down and check out everything Jeep has to offer. With best-in-class 4x4 and towing capabilities, spacious, comfortable interiors, and smooth, reliable rides, your adventure starts here. We've all been hearing about the madness with the shortage of cars. Dealers are marking up the price of new vehicles because of, well don't know why either. That's why here at Falvey's Motors, we promise to never overcharge on any of our new vehicles. You heard that right. Falvey's promises that Connecticut residents won't pay over sticker price. Come by and let us help kick off your adventure in a newer certified pre-owned Jeep. We're located on Route 32 right down the street from Mohegan Sun, or you can always visit us online at falvey's.com, where you can choose your vehicle or begin customizing in order to fit your needs. If you don't see something you like, ask us about how you can get even more savings by placing a custom factory order with us. Breast cancer is one of the most common kinds of cancer in women. About one in eight women born today in the United States will get breast cancer at some point. A mammogram can help find breast cancer early when it's easier to treat. Make a difference like these local businesses by spreading the word. Don Bank, your local community bank, is reminding you that knowledge is power. Early detection can make all the difference. Schedule a mammogram and remind a loved one to do the same. No one fights alone. There are several risk factors that contribute to women and men being diagnosed with breast cancer. Hi, I'm Andrew Nolman with Rose City Financial Services in Franklin. By making the healthiest choices possible, such as not smoking, exercising, losing weight, and eating nutritious foods, you can lower your risk for breast cancer. This is Lisa Griffin of Eastern Connecticut Savings Bank reminding you that awareness and early detection saves lives. All of us at Hall Communications encourage women to get a mammogram as recommended by their doctor. Early detection is the best prevention. 
1048, WICH, welcome. Hi, how are you? All right, thanks. I'm voting for Stefanowski because because he's not Lamont. <laughs> All right. You know, um, I mean, he's talking about lower, you know, lowering the taxes and working for the little people, and I don't think that Lamont has done that. But what I really wanted to talk about, yesterday's paper, there was an editorial. Um, it was written by Rex, Rex Hupke of the USA Today. Lizzo played Madison's Crystal Flute and white people got mad. Now, I'm a white person, and I find, I, I don't think that she should have been allowed to take that flute and I mean, um, in concert and play it. Um, it was given to James Madison in 1813. It was being held in the Library of Congress, and that's where it should have stayed. I don't care whether she's white, black. Um, I know there was a comment about her being overweight. Doesn't matter to me. That's not the point. Okay, let me the let me goes. let me just say this. this. <laughs> in this particular story, I. I just saw a headline. I didn't really understand it. Could you explain it a little more about this flute? What's the big deal with the flute? The, the flute, it's a crystal flute, yeah. which I guess is rare. Um, and it was given to James Madison in 1813, mm-hmm. and it was being held in the Library of Congress. Yeah. I don't understand. Do they take out other, other things from the Library of Congress, hand them out to people to use? I don't think so. Why was this being allowed out? And then, when she was playing it, she was twerking. I mean, it. She was twerking. I don't care whether she's white or black, purple or green. So what Doesn't that, matter to what me. What does that have to do with color that she was playing the flute? I don't understand that. Right. Well, that's what some some people were saying that it's um, white people got mad, and yes, white people did respond to it, but. It's not racist. It's degrading history, is what mm-hmm. um, right wing strategist Greg Price tweeted. The Library of Congress took out a 200 year old flute that belonged to James Madison just so Lizzo could twerk with it. They degrade our history and then call you racist if you actually value it. It is valued. It's a piece of history that was there for 200 years. Plus. I'm surprised it was still uh, able to flute. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. I mean, it's okay, a, I guess you never lose your flute. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, I know she's classically trained and all of that. I do not see the need for her to play that. She could have played another flute. You know, she didn't have to play play one from the Library of Congress. I just think that it was inappropriate. And as I said, I don't care. You know, I don't. I don't really know the songs or anything. I know she's a singer. I guess one of the uh, Jenna Ellis, who was a former campaign lawyer for Gen- Donald Trump, talked about her morbid obesity. That has nothing to do with that. That's ridiculous. No. I mean, with all the problems yeah, we that's have, ridiculous. In, all the problems we have in the country, we're going to go nuts with the flute. I don't know. You know, but I, I still think it shouldn't have been used. Yeah. Okay. Um, personally, I think it should have stayed in the Library of Congress. All right. Thanks. And no matter no matter who was was playing it. 
whether they're white, black, purple, or green. All right, bye. Thank you. One flute over the cuckoo, huh? Hello, welcome to the program. Hello, Stu. How are you? All right, sir. Hey, uh, I was traveling around the great city of Norwich this past weekend, and uh, I kept on seeing these signs, no roundabouts. Where the heck do you get them signs from? i got to get a couple of them. Oh, that's a good question. Um, our friend Ben that calls the program, he can uh, probably uh, tell you how to get some. Maybe somebody will. I'm sure somebody will call the program and tell you how to get. Well, them. I hope so, and uh, I got to get me a couple of them. Boy, that that hit the nail right on the head. I don't care what the engineers say, or the experts, or the council people. Mm-hmm. It's the wrong idea. Well, there's just 99 percent of everybody seems to agree with you. So, uh, isn't that something? You can We're get signs. Finally, using a common sense. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> Hey, another thing, Stu. I had my good friend there, Raymond, call this morning about the price of oil. And I was bellyaching about how much it was costing him. And I'd like to give a shout-out to Ray. Who would ever think that retirement would be for him and I to call the Stu Breyer Show? Boy, you keep us entertained. Okay, Uh, goodbye. Thank you. I'm so glad to hear that. That's my goal. So uh, you know what else is entertaining? Visiting the very interesting Phil's Clocks and Repair. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. All right, it's uh, six minutes before 11. That means I can get a couple of calls in if you like. If you choose to uh, check in with us, as you know, all opinions are welcome in this program. You don't have to agree with me. It's okay. We can still be buds. 889-5252. Whoops, I've got all these little fans running and everything is blowing all over there. No, it's not like a hurricane. It's just blowing my papers all over the place. Just to let you know what's going on inside. All right. So we talked about that ridiculous thing that Kamala Harris said. I have a suggestion. If you really want to make your vote count, go to each Republican and candidate who's running and ask them a few questions. Like, number one, do you think we should get rid of the words mom and dad? Hmm? Number two... How do you feel about late-term abortion? Number three, what do you think we should do to uh, correct the crime problem? Number four, how do you feel about thousands of people sneaking over the border? Just ask those questions before you vote, and uh, maybe that'll help you decide if you're on the fence. You're on the air. Welcome. I'm a student. This is Boston Ben. Hey, Boston Ben. Tell this gentleman how to get a sign. I will, and I have to do it quick because I, we have a crews working outside my house and they're making a lot of noise. Okay. So, so the name of the sign store is called Signs Sign Professionals. Sign Professionals. Right, and they're located on the corner of West Main Street and Asylum Street. 
Okay. Um, you wouldn't happen to have their number, but somebody could just look it up. They could look it up. Okay. Sign professional. So, Ben's, it's pretty noisy in your neighborhood today? It's been that way for the last couple of weeks. They're putting in mm-hmm. new uh, gas pipes for, for different homes who who don't have meters outside. Well, we've got to get so that it's done. It's been noisy around here for quite a while. Yeah, well, they'll get it done, and then it'll be okay. Okay. Have a nice day. Thank you. Sign professionals. If you want the sign, uh, no roundabout. A lot of people are putting up those signs because they don't want the roundabout. And neither does uh, Mayor Nystrom. I don't know where it goes from here, but uh, certainly I don't want people to lose their businesses. And that's one of the main reasons. And I don't even know if it would be lessen the accidents in that area. At least if they did it, I hope it would. You're on the air. Welcome. Uh, Stu, just a little item from uh, a weekend edition of the Times. Sure. About uh, in the business economics. Uh, Consumer prices in Germany rose 10.9% over the year through September, the highest rate since 1951. So this inflation, it's scary. It's terrible. Nobody likes it. But people like Trumpsters, we won't mention any names, uh, who blame Biden alone. He's far from perfect, the poor guy. But uh, this inflation problem is uh, worldwide, and it's a horrible situation. But a 10.9% and a highest since 1951. That's probably even ahead of our mess here in this country. But that says food for thought today for, for some of the Trumpsters out there. Hey, thank you for the food for thought. I appreciate it. <laughs> okay, thanks. I could use a little snack. Snack. So what else we got? Uh, I guess it's too close to the wire to uh, call Stu Breyer because I don't want to cut anybody short. But it's a very interesting first hour. And, of course, everybody's welcome to uh, attend. Tomorrow I'll have one of the Cowsills on, Paul Cowsill from Rhode Island, who's with a popular group called the Cowsills, the singing family that grew up in Portsmouth, Rhode Island. We know them for their hits called Indian Lake, We Can Fly, Hair, big, big number one hits. So they're making a comeback, and they uh, emailed me thinking, well, maybe they could come on the show and talk a little bit about uh, what they're up to and when their new album is coming out, which is very soon. We still call them albums because they vinyl is back, so you can still get a uh, an album. So keep that in mind. And a lot of talk about the uh, Italy's first female prime minister comparing her to Mussolini, which is pathetic. That's another political uh, ploy, in my opinion. God forbid she turned into Mussolini. Uh, They have a worry over the election of her. Well, let's give her a chance and see if she can do some good. Italy is set to have its first ever female prime minister with Ms. Maloney, but it's not a moment of happiness for the American media. (laughs) I guess uh, we don't like to upset the media. In the meantime, what's going on in the news? We're going to check on that right now and then have another open forum. The number is 860-889-5252. Jimmy Fallon has his talk show after 2 o'clock. Man, every time I put on the TV, he's on there. Man, Jimmy, take a nap.
Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310, 94.5, W233DB in Norwich. It's now... 51 degrees coming up to the news at 11. News this hour from townhall.com. Amrit Thomason. The cost of recovery from Hurricane Ian expected to run into the tens of billions of dollars. The tragic cost and lives lost now topping 80. Florida and the Carolinas are hard hit. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis says heavy rains and rising waters submerged homes miles inland. I know a lot of folks have focused on some of the really catastrophic impacts that we saw along our southwest coast, and those are obviously very, uh, very severe impacts. Uh, But this is such a big storm, brought so much water, uh, that you're having basically what's been a 500-year flood event here in DeSoto County and in some of the neighboring counties. The governor heard on WZDN-TV. And in the wake of Ian's devastation, Town Hall News and our companion network, SRN News, partnering with Christian nonprofit relief agency Food for the Poor to send emergency supplies to victims in Florida and the Carolinas. More information available at the website, srnnews.com. Beginning today, the trial of a Wisconsin man, allegedly the driver of an SUV, that plowed through spectators at a Christmas parade in a Milwaukee suburb, killing six, injuring dozens. Daryl Brooks faces nearly 80 charges in last year's car crash in Waukesha. Prosecutors promised to present extensive video of the SUV plowing through the crowd. And the trial had looked like a straightforward proceeding, but the judge last week allowed Brooks to represent himself. He has no legal training, but will get the opportunity to cross-examine victims, police officers, and anyone else who testifies. And that's correspondent Julie Walker. A rally underway this morning on Wall Street. Right now, the Dow is up 645 points. The Nasdaq ahead 167. The S&P 74 points higher. More on these stories at townhall.com. You were lied to in buying a timeshare and worn out, you need my help. Hi, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started the timeshare cancellation industry by exposing the ugly truth about timeshare and giving folks the straight facts. I've been fighting the timeshare giants ever since, so no one knows this industry better than me and my team. Today, we have 383 employees and have saved our clients an average of $65,000 in lifetime payments. Imagine putting those timeshare dollars back in your pocket. If you were told in a timeshare presentation that this was available today and today only, that timeshare was a great investment, or your maintenance fees will never go up, call my office now. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call now for your free information kit. 800-687-7979-800-687-7979-800-687-7979. Prime Minister Narendra Modi has launched 5G services in India, calling it a step toward the new era. The government says the launch in select cities will cover the entire country over the next couple of years. Bharti Airtel is rolling out its 5G services in eight cities and has set March 2024 as the deadline for countrywide coverage for as many as 5,000 towns. Reliance Geo Telecom Company plans to start from four metropolitan areas in October and hopes to reach most cities and towns in 18 months. That's correspondent Jeremy House. 
It is the same old playbook with Iran's supreme leader blaming the U.S. and Israel for recent demonstrations that have rocked the Islamic Republic. In reality, those protests were prompted by the death of a 22-year-old woman who was being held by police. She was detained by Iran's so-called morality police. News and analysis, townhall.com. Another long-time source of energy, this one in the southwest, has been shuttered. A coal-fired power plant in New Mexico that provided electricity to millions of people in the southwest for 50 years has been shut down. The closure of the San Juan Generating Station follows years of legal battles by environmentalists and pressures aimed at curbing so-called climate change. The reality of the closing? Hundreds of good-paying jobs are gone, along with tens of millions of dollars in annual tax revenue greatly affected the large Navajo community. Jason Walker reporting. 3.80 a gallon. That's AAA's national average for gasoline as of this morning. And the Auto Club says prices are on the rise again as supply tightens and demand increases. As is often the case, pump prices significantly higher in California. More on these stories. Townhall.com. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Howdy folks. Welcome to the Ponderosa. Things that I ponder. 889-5252. So if you're... um, when you're ready to go to the polls in November, ask your uh, whoever you're thinking of voting for how they feel about changing the names of mom and dad to something else. Yeah, just check that out. These are some of the strange things that are happening in our country today. Can't say mom or dad. How about we call them by their first name? Can we do that? Is that okay? Right. My goodness. Anywho, welcome. It's always good to have your uh, listenership. Lend me your ear. Lend me your ear. I don't know. Make sure they give it back to you. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi there. Would you like to speak to me? Or Yes, I would. Okay, then I accept. What's up? Oh, oh, sorry, wrong number. I was calling WICH. This is WICH. Oh, okay. No, I'm going to talk about the roundabout. Yeah, sure. That's fine. Okay. Go right ahead, sir. Yes, uh, this is uh, uh, one, of, one of the residents of Norwich, and they're making a big mistake by the first roundabout, by, by the Solomon Street, Elizabeth Street, and there's another street there for the roundabouts. Over there, it's too dangerous because the roads are too close. You're going to have a lot of bump of bump, people bumping into the back ends of the cars. People going to get sideswiped trying to get in and out of that that roundabout. That roundabout should never happen there. It's too dangerous. And just like at Shoprite, the same situation with the stores and everything. I mean, it, 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 the state didn't use their head because if you go into Shoprite. 
you you see all the stores, the banks, the the the, wire, the, the telephone place, all the shop right and and, and health care and all of that. But what are they thinking? And they're going to shut down these places for almost a year? Forget it. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. No, no, I, thank you very much for calling. I appreciate it. Yep, bye. All right. Hey, have your say, you know? Just have your say here. Of course, the the reason, allegedly, they, they say that uh, it's going to make things safer. Other people feel it's going to make things worse. And then, of course, you people who will be losing their businesses, and uh, they say, well, they'll be back in a year or two. Well, they naturally would like to move, but where would they move? Where would they go? Hmm? That is the question. Open forum today, 860-889-5252 is the telephone number. If you would like to uh, check in on any subject, remember this is the program. You do not have to agree with me. We don't screen the calls, as most other talk shows do. So just keep that in mind. Just when you, if you want to yell at me, just keep it at a, a moderate level. You know, no, don't screech, <laughs> curl my hair that's left. The Veterans Coffee House, 4th Fridays, Groton, 9 to 11. Veterans can socialize and receive information about veterans' benefits and services free. 425-6617 at Groton Public Library, 52 Newtown Road in Groton. Welcome to the program. Yes, I forgot one thing, one main thing with the roundabouts. Um, the, uh, the city of Norwich wanted the downtown merchants to move to Norwich Town and to move to uh, West Side, which they did. So now the state wants to take the, their businesses away from them. That's not right. And I feel this way, that if the state's going to take their buildings, they should, they should uh, replace their buildings with a new location and so they don't interrupt their services with their businesses because it's not right. They, they bent over backwards like, 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 like the jewelry store and Case Jewelers moved over there. A lot of people went over there and up to Norwich Town. I mean, Norwich Town's not getting affected, but the West Side, it's not fair to the business owners. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. I don't think gentleman's ever called before, and we got him uh, two in a row, but I'm sure he's not familiar with our one call, at least one call per hour. You're on the air. Welcome. Oh, hey, Stu. In the day paper the, uh, on Sunday, the day magazine, and it's all about haunted stuff, and I normally wouldn't push this, but I have to say, at the Mohegan Sun, they're going to have what they call the Warren Seekers Supernatural Paragon. It's going to be October 29th at Mohegan Sun. It's all paranormal convention. Haunted Annabelle doll, from uh, Annabelle horror films, all kinds of stuff. All par- um, you know, paranormal seekers, TV ones, and like the ones that go over there and look for ghosts over at Leffingwell Inn. Anyone could get their hands on this magazine. Fall family fun, get spooked, ghost witches and hauntings. Excellent. Who knew they'd have a convention? And one more thing. There's a gentleman, Bob, that calls in, I believe. Mm -hmm. And um, he called in on Friday, and he was really upset because of Marvin passing. 
And the weird thing is, you talk about weirdness. Here I am. The the day I read uh, Marvin's obituary, that night I heard on Coast to Coast, which is all about ghosts and all kinds of weird stuff, that song, guess what? That song, Seasons in the Sun, this gentleman, Bob, that called in, who was buddy-buddy with Marvin, apparently, because he was very upset, he said that was Marvin's favorite song. Who knew? And he said Marvin, he gave it to Marvin um, as a gift. I don't know if it was a record back then or what, because I guess maybe they grew up together in Norwich. But he said Marvin walked around singing that song, and my friend looked on the Internet. This is even creepier. The song apparently was written for someone dying of leukemia. And so someone wrote that song either for them or about them. And it just gives me the chills because I'm like, was uh, Marvin channeling? The person that was on that night was actually a reader and channeler. And it's like, oh, I heard it in the middle of the night. I haven't heard that song since the 60s. Well, I did play it last week. Yeah, I yeah. Got and the gentleman said that was Marvin's favorite song. He'd walk around singing it or humming it. So it's like, I hope he calls in. Who, Marvin? No. Oh. Well, he can't. T- I would like Marvin too. to call in. But I'll tell you, the person that sings that song, if you really listen to the voice, it does sound like Marvin. But, yeah, I hope Bob calls in and his final closure, because Larry said, you know, I guess they had the service and everything. Well, what Bob, he was trying to tell Keith, you know, and but he was very upset, Bob was, so. Okay, thanks for that. You know, we like to believe that there is something going on, and who knows, maybe there is. Thank you. Okay. We want to believe. We don't want to believe in bad ghosts. We like to have good ghosts. Bad ghosts, sorry, no room for them. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi. Uh, here's another good story for you you probably won't believe. <laughs> yeah, I think I would. In Vermont. Vermont's pretty close to us, huh? Mm-hmm. Close enough. Well, the 12 female uh, uh, woman... On a sports team, they use this uh, locker room for all 12 of them that, that is meant for females with a shower and whatever. And um, this transgender wants to use the same same uh, room with the 12 females. Mm-hmm. The male. The male. You can call him what you want, but it's a male. He wants to use the same one. So the girls complain. The 12 girls complain to the school you know how the school remedied it? Yeah, they got rid the of the girls. School threw the 12 girls out of the locker room, mm-hmm. gave the entire locker room to the transgender, and told the 12 females they could use the single stall one at a time. This is beautiful. This is absolutely pathetic. That's what this is. Why don't you tell a transgender to use a single stall? Yeah, that would have made sense, wouldn't it? Hmm? Huh? Hey, listen, Larry, I don't know. I'm... Stymied by all of these things. I mean, listen, let's face it, you know, they want people to get a vaccination or they'll lose their job, but they'll let anybody come over the border without one. So nothing makes any sense to me anymore. So listen, I s- they can come up with all the names they want. Transgender is a very nice name. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they came up with the name transgender. Okay? Okay. It's a male. It's a male. 
Well, I don't. Period. It doesn't bother me if a male wants to be a female. I mean, that's okay. I don't care if they want to be a female either, but they're still a male. You can be anything you want today. I can call your show today or tomorrow that I am not a cat. Mm hmm. Okay? Well, that would be a little different, I suppose, yeah. Well, I can do it, right? Sure. You could do it. Well, sure, you can do it. You can be anything you want. All you got to do is say it. Well, these so are. So, my they, point is, is yeah. that these perverts, most of them are perverts. Well, I don't know about that. They're yeah. perverts. Most no, of them are perverts. No. They want to get into a woman's locker room. So, all of a sudden, one day they're a male, and the following day they're a female. They be, no, 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 no. Things want, don't work that way. That's what to, happened with this male. They want to be a woman, they want to be treated as a woman. Yeah, but it doesn't. I can work. go story after. You know, Kate Jenner was on a, on a, right on TV this morning. Oh, I missed her. Very very she, nice person. I knew and she I was coming on. Her. What did she have to say? She's against this. She's against all this, that swimmer from Pennsylvania. She was for She's the against women. all of this. So where quote, is she? unquote? She is against all of this. It's not fair to the woman. You know, President uh, uh, Biden already rewrote re two hundred and something pages of Title Nine. Regarding females, yeah, he, why don't you? I haven't read it yet. I got to read this. But he wrote, rewrote the Title IX for women, for for women to have their rights. Caitlyn Jenner, who is a male but now is a female, she or he or she or whatever is against this. All of this nonsense. She's against. She was on TV. This is quote unquote from her mouth. Okay, yeah. she was on Fox News this morning at seven o'clock, which in, uh, and it was only four o'clock in California time. That's where she lives. But she she was against the swimmer in Pennsylvania for what he did, taking all uh, records for, away from the woman. It, 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 she's got common sense. Do you know she admitted on TV after going through everything that she went through hormones and this and that and everything else to become a woman uh, with her masculinity and her body strength. She admitted that she can still hit a, a, a golf ball uh, farther than most men. Yeah. Never mind women. Sure. Yeah. So uh, I'm glad she doesn't want to play in the women's uh, championships. Oh, she does play with the woman. She plays with both, but she, she, she admitted that she can hit a, a golf ball farther uh, or just as far as uh, mo most men can. You're saying that Jenner plays... Uh... She plays both. She plays with the men and the woman. Even in championship games, I don't know about that, but I know in in in, in okay. not, not, I'm talking about non-competition. Oh, non-competition. Okay, otherwise I'd say, boy, what a hypocrite. Okay, non-competition. Yeah. No, non-competition. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. She plays uh, golf and and um, okay, but she she came right out and admitted about her her masculine body that she was built with, that of she course. was born with. She's an Olympic star, of course. That's correct, right? And she says, no matter what she did. To turn into a female, she can't get rid of that. Mm -hmm. And she can't have a baby. Oh, no, no. Oh, you should have seen this woman the other day on TV on an interview. I can't believe this I, in my own eyes. I don't know where this interview was taking place. But she, she was asked. She says, can men have babies? Her exact answer was yes, especially transgender mm -hmm. men. This was her answer. Yes, men can have babies. Especially transgender men. I just started. I I I I almost fell off the chair. 
Well, don't don't fall off the chair or, or listen to the news while you're sitting on the rug. Can you believe people listen to this and they believe it? No, I'd say 99 and 9 tenths people really don't believe it or understand exactly what they're talking about. Well, so anyways, ponder that Vermont decision right. to throw those 12 girls out of the, out of the uh, locker room, and now they have to use the single stall. All right, Larry, thank you. Okay. Hello, welcome to the program. Oh, in the second hour, Stu, I was going to talk about something all different, but when I heard you and Larry, I heard you, and I was assuming it was Larry when you said Larry at the end. Um, and the reason why um, Bruce Jenner doesn't want to have a baby is because the exit for the baby is too small. And imagine if every man that had a baby, if they could, it'd have to go through there. They'd be terribly in uh, pain for the rest of their life. Well, I don't know if there is such a way to do that. It hasn't, as far as I know, it hasn't been invented yet. So uh... Yeah, and I was just thinking about that. But uh, anyway, I, I, I hope uh, it all works out well. Bye now. Bye. I hope everything works out well. That would be nice. We should have a workout well day. You're on the air. Welcome. Yeah, I, I just uh, I needed to comment on Larry's comment. I, I you're given you're you're when you start using these pronouns that Caitlyn Jenner wants you know and 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 so forth wants to use, you're 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 kind of giving credibility to the whole argument that Caitlyn Jenner is a woman and Caitlyn Jenner is a man. You're 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 defeating yourself by by using the female well, I don't care. pronouns. I don't care if he wants to be a woman or calls himself a woman. I don't care. He can call himself a woman all day, but he's not a woman. And he he does support a woman, uh, an LPGA player who is a man playing against a woman. He does. He's I inconsistent. He, I thought he was against that. Well, I know he was against it. I you know I don't watch Fox News, so you know I guess Larry said he said it recently, but I know. When the swimmer was ha- when the swimmer was a big deal, and when there were these other big deals going on, he was trying to be governor of California. Mm-hmm. And as we know, California is a, is a state full of crazy people, so you have to you have to play the game there. Now, uh, but then no, 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 I'm not, I'm even losing track of my own thoughts. Yeah, I get confused. With well, who's who and what's what? He has to play that. He has to play the game of sanity. But you know, we're 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 in a we're in a crazy world right now where. Uh, you got you got all these people that that are insisting that a man is a woman and a woman's a man, and and it's not that you're going to have to go and give them their pronouns to be polite. No, you're going to give them locker room access. You're going to give them access to the sports teams. Everything's being erased, and if it's not stopped soon, it's gone because you can't go through medical school in this country without at least espousing belief in this nonsense. So I'm younger than than, than most of the people that listen to this program. When I'm your age, my doctors are going to all have gone through college thinking that this stuff is true. And I'm not, I'm not looking forward to that day because I'm not going to go to any doctor that's going to go in, that, that, would, that would say that a man can get pregnant. I mean, that, that, that person is cuckoo, but that's the normal view well, right now. And if it's not defeated, it's going to be the normal view, and it's going to be enforced like racism or anything well, else. Once again, if a woman feels that she's a man... And she believes that she's a man and goes around as a man. She, he, could have a baby. So that's when they're twisting up the words, what we're talking about. But she was born a woman. A man who was born a man cannot have a baby. It's preposterous. It's like, it's like a fat person believing that they are thin, or a thin person believing that they are fat. 
only this is more preposterous because um, weight can be a matter of it can be subjective it can change maybe you can will yourself to being too fat or too thin but a man can never ever become a woman it's not scientifically possible and, and anybody that even entertains the idea is is waging a war on reality and this war needs to stop well they do have some strange operations which uh, are very dangerous that people it's, can it's, it's frankenstein stuff it's not real it's not you're not really becoming a man or a woman well thank you're you sir up, you're chopping up a perfectly good body Thanks for checking in. Appreciate it. See ya. All right. Talk to you. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Listening to all that, I'm like, I'm still trying to learn the Internet, okay? Emailing and all that other stuff. But anyway, um, you know, I get everybody's point. Um, secondly, I just wanted to say, um, for Kevin, suck it to me, suck it to me, suck it to me. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome to the program. Hi there. You're on the air if you'd like Hi. to. Hi. Um, I wanted to talk about fuel oil prices. Um, I'm, my tank is getting low, so I called and uh, I got a difference of 18 cents a gallon. So I suggest people don't go with their normal um, company. I Maybe suggest check everybody. around. Mm-hmm. Everybody should shop around. You're absolutely right. right. So uh, I was wondering, too, what was the song that you were talking about that Kevin liked or was humming, or Susan, I think, was saying something about it. It's called Seasons in the Sun by oh, Terry okay. Jacks. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I know that song. Okay, thank you. You're very welcome. Bye-bye. If you'd like to check in, man, woman, whatever... Whoever you think you'll be, you know, there's just certain things that I don't think if you're born a man that you should play in women's sports because men are, ooh, many times bigger and stronger. I know a lot of women would say, boy, I wish that wasn't true. Obviously, there are some exceptions. But when you're talking about swim meets and uh, a man who becomes a woman wins those meets, it's not fair. And it's nothing against women, it's just the way it is. Now, sometimes I have trouble opening up a jar of mayonnaise, and I don't care who helps me open it up. Man, woman, child. Sometimes it's just, you know, it's hard. I love when I hear the pop. All right, 889-5252 if you'd like to check in on this Monday. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Do you know how important it is to maintain your dental health? I'll be back in a second to give you some info on this subject. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging. 
help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. Periodontitis is the word that refers to inflammation of the tissue around the teeth. This may cause shrinkage of the gums and loosening of the teeth. And even though there is no established cause and effect at this time, there is growing evidence that periodontitis can increase your risk of heart disease. You should see your dentist regularly and brush and floss twice daily to prevent this problem. It may just keep your heart healthier too. Medication awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a health mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. Are you flossing? It only takes a minute, you know, do a little floss in between the teeth there. Well, I don't do that. Yeah, I do. I do floss. Floss in the evening after your last meal, after your last supper. Boy, isn't it tough at night to not pick at something? You know, you're you're doing well during the day. Hey, I'm getting in shape. I'm losing weight. And then about 8 o'clock rolls around and you go, What's in the cupboard? Just a little bit. Then you go wild. Well, I blew it, so I might as well really blow it. Guys, isn't it great when somebody asks you to open something for them? Don't we feel like strong men? Here I am to save the day. And then you open it up and the gal looks at you like, Oh, man, you're strong. You know, yes. But the embarrassing part is sometimes when you get it, you can't open it either. Um, My hands are wet. My hands are wet. All right. And then she opens it afterwards. And you go, well, I loosened it for you. It's 1129, degrees. Open forum. 889-5252 is the telephone number. He and she and she and he and who is who. And we've got North Korea. We've got uh, Russia. We've got Iran. We've got all of these situations. Crime is up, and we're going nutsos over this stuff. So if you're born a guy... You want to be a woman? Be a woman. It's okay. Doesn't hurt anybody. If two people want to get married of same gender, fine. Who cares? How does it affect our lives? Doesn't. Hmm? We just go so wild over these things. But once again, I don't agree if somebody is born a woman, born a man, and becomes a woman, should be in woman competition. But I'll tell you right now, those women golfers can really hit the ball good. Thank you. I just got my comedian of the day sent to me here. Uh, Really, seriously, I like to watch women's golf. They are so good and hit the ball so far. I think some of them could beat the men. I think there is maybe as good a putter... As a guy, maybe they won't hit hit it really as far as a guy. But they are, I like to watch women's golf. There are some really terrific players. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. Ned Lamont promised to cut property taxes by $700 a year. Instead, Connecticut property taxes have gone up. They are now the second highest in the country. 
taxpayers are speaking out. Ned Lamont promised to lower taxes by $700. Instead, my property taxes are up $2,000. My property taxes are up $800 per year. Dot had to move out of her home because of Lamont's taxes. Ned Lamont's taxes have caused me to leave my home. Under Lamont, utility bills have skyrocketed. They're now the highest in the country. Listen to these folks from Waterbury. My utility bill has skyrocketed. My electrical bill was $400 a month. Now it's $667 a month. And Lamont raised taxes on food, hospitals, even teachers. Lamont is taxing food. Lamont raised taxes on teachers. One thing is for sure. We can't afford four more years of net Lamont. I'm Bob Stefanowski, candidate for governor, and I approve this message. Paid for by Bob for Governor, David Becker, Treasurer. All right, Marty's got your weather. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Mostly cloudy, maybe a little sun here and there. A breezy 62 today, 42 tonight. Another cloudy day tomorrow with a chance for an afternoon shower, high of 64. For Wednesday, some pop-up showers early are possible, otherwise kind of overcast with a high of 67. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. Temperature now at 53 degrees. Welcome to the program. Welcome, Father Stu, Boston Ben again. Hey, Boston Ben, what you got, cooking beans? Well, I'm here for the second inning. Okay. Did the baseball season, the regular season end yet? No, I think it ends the end of this week. Okay. I wish it would end already because some teams are so far out of it, they probably want to go home. But there are a couple of close races. I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. By the way, I, the noise is on our street has subsided a little bit. Good. So, you can get a nap in now. <laughs> you caught on to my habits. <laughs> I love naps. But what was I going to say, Stu? Oh, yeah. You 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 might not believe this, but I want to... You are, you are like a, a father, uh, a cleric, because you say things that make me think. And over a course of time, you you point out the good people and the, the people who appear to be evil. Well, here's what is hard for me to believe, even, is that I, I didn't really have a good, and I still don't have a good understanding of what evil is, other than, you know, something that people do that, that is wrong, that hurts people, and so forth, so on. So I'm, I'm looking more into the subject of what evil is to, to see if it's maybe there's something that our country needs to to understand as well, or at least get a better understanding of. I guess throughout time, it's nothing new. There's been, uh, you got your Adolf Hitlers and your Mussolinis and your Putins and... Uh... Well, when you mentioned uh, Hitler, I, sometimes I don't like even to say his name. Evil does, uh, it makes me think of that evil. When, you, when, I, when I think about what happened during that course of time, the World War II and what was going on, in Europe and, 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 and elsewhere. You know, when countries like the one now, you, I don't have to say which one, taking over someone else's uh, country by force, I mean, that's evil to me. Of course it is. 
So I just thought I'd get that in. And uh, mm-hmm. by the way, the sign store is uh, had two articles in the Times. Uh, I think it's called the Times newspaper. This the, the last one and the one before, uh, and, and it mentions it talks about the store, which is on the uh, intersection where they're going to build one want to mm-hmm. build one of the roundabouts. That's the sign, of course, that uh, says no roundabout or something like that, right? That's right. And it's it's a, a nice depiction of of a roundabout. That's why you, you hear some of your callers describe it as beautiful, because it's artistic. Mm-hmm. It's something they might want to hold on to after everything is settled, because it's, it was done really... It, it, his name is uh, David, the, the owner of Science Professional. He did a, a great job, and he's going to be affected if they do a roundabout at the corner of West Main and Asylum Street. So let's see what happens, Stu. All right, my friend. Thank you. All right, thank you. So, 24 before noon. If you tuned in a little bit late today, do you have your tardies slip? Remember when you were out of school, you had to bring in a note from your mother. Stewart was absent on Tuesday because he had a stomach ache. <laughs> I led the league in stomach aches when I was a kid. I remember when we got our first dog, I was so excited. I didn't want to go to school. It's a beautiful collie dog. So I swallowed once and I said, hmm, I think it hurt. So I went to my parents and said, I, I, uh, I don't know, when I swallowed it hurt one time. <laughs> All right, you can stay home from school. So uh, we had a note. You know, we, we we had about 50 with the same thing. Stuart was out because he had a stomach ache. It's true most of the time I led the league in stomach aches. I used to eat so fast. So um, I was talking about opening up bottles, you know, when you get the mayonnaise or mustard jar and you open up, and sometimes it's tough to do, and you take a napkin so maybe you can turn it off, and somebody will ask you for help, and you go, okay, I'm macho, I'll do it. But you know what's almost impossible to open? Do you ever buy something like, uh, not too long ago I bought a scissors, and it was wrapped in that plastic, you know, which is so tight and secure, and I bought a scissors because... We didn't have a scissors, but you need a scissors to open the thing. Otherwise, you could injure yourself just trying to rip that plastic. You know what I mean? I think it took about 20 minutes. It was such a workout. I mean, that's that was my regular workout, just opening. I know I understand you got to close it up good because it could be dangerous. So I had to take a sharp knife and kind of carve it out there. But now I have a scissors, and next time I... Get one of those plastic things. I can. One time I had a scissors and I tried to cut through it and it wouldn't even cut. You know what I'm talking about. Maybe things should come with a zipper. Zippers are easy. All right, let's get to another call or two. Welcome to the program. Well, hi, Stu. Um, I'm either somebody who rips things open with my teeth. Oh, my which God. Is bad. Don't do that. Or. <laughs> When you do the jars, I'm an old school tap tap with the back of the knife handle, just a light tap. Mm-hmm. 
Sometimes that's and all it, it takes, but most of us just go like we want to act like gorillas and shit. We gotta do it. We gotta. Well, I have no no strength in my my hands anymore. I'm a hairdresser and I'm sixty, so there you go. But to, mm-hmm. for the most part, I just go tap 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 tap. But I have tapped too hard in the past and um, actually broke the bottle because it was glass. Oh my goodness! <laughs> well, you don't want to do that. I mean. I'm, it's embarrassing for a guy. I know when some lady says, could you open this for me? And I still can't do it. And then they take it back and they open it and they say, well, you loose, I loosened it for you. You know. We, well, it is funny because I'll say to my husband, I can't get this open. I had a uh, container full of just light cream, uh, you know, and it comes with the, the little cap that screws off. And then you, you take your finger and you pull the little tab to open it so you can pour it. And I couldn't get it to open it all. I thought, this is weird. And I tried with my teeth like I always do. Oh. He says, uh, oh, I can do it. Let me let me do that. And then he goes, wow, I can't even do it. <laughs> really? So, huh? Yep. Yeah, it was just one of those weird, um, it was packaged wrong. So I had to take a scissor, like you said, and snip the top off and open it up the old-fashioned way. Remember how milk used to be? Oh, yeah, of course. You just, yeah, you just, like, how did, how did that happen? Again, you just did it and it kind of like opened up like a spout. So and now it's the, it's now it's the caps with the little pull tab. Do thing, you so. have success opening things with your teeth? Yeah, I, I hate to say it, but I do. I I open um like uh, things with the screw top mostly. Yeah. Um, if I can get to it, and and I know when I'm doing it one of these days, that's nothing good's going to come of it. But I I do it. Well, you know, you do what you do it. <laughs> I mean, my dad um, probably this would cured me from ever trying it. He tried to open a. a Soda top uh, when he broke his tooth, so it was like, oh God, you know, that was. Uh, so, so all your listeners don't don't do what I do, do what I say. Is yeah. that what my dad used to say? Yeah. Something like that. And that other guy that called me a little while ago goes, everybody in California is nuts. I hope nobody from California is listening because that's not very nice. We're all a little nuts, but no, you know. Of course, that's ridiculous. Uh, some of the uh, people in government are pretty wild but uh i know i know of course you well can. i i think most of these people that listen and comment sometimes on a, on a bad note should uh, stop watching so much news and listen to the radio more yes music that's okay. you know you feel the same way so <laughs> well, well I, thanks to as usual what's your uh what's your music like this afternoon where we got i haven't really decided yet i'll just try to come up with some good combinations Okay, well, maybe I'll call and request something all right thanks okay. again thank you have a good one bye hello welcome to the program Okay, maybe I'll call any questions. You're right. on the air. Okay. Turn the radio down, we'll be all set. Okay, maybe I'll call any questions. Hi, would you call the, turn the radio Hello? down? Hi. Hello. Hi, turn the radio down and we can talk. Yeah. Okay, I'll wait. I'm not going anywhere. Okay. Strangers in the night. Yes, sir. Yeah, Chevy man, Stu. How you doing? All right, Chevy man. <laughs> down at the levee. Hey, I just heard that lady say she opened the thing with her teeth. Oh, God, don't do that. Or or a knife. Uh, the easy way to do it is, if it's a jar, you just smack it on the bottom a couple of times. Smack the, the jar on the bottom? Yeah, you make it smack the bottom of the jar, and it'll sort of like break the lid. Oh. And then, and then open it, and believe me, you'll say, wow, he was right. Yeah. Sometimes they yep. pour hot water on it or something like that. You could you can do that too, but then you might crack the glass. I don't know hmm. if, if the water's too hot, but just patting it on the bottom. Smack it hot a couple of times on the bottom and uh you know You're talking about it. that'll work. 
You're yeah. talking about the top of the jar, not the bottom of the jar. No, no, the bottom, the I'm bottom. Smacking on the bottom? Smack it on the bottom, and yeah. And it loosens it up on the top? And it'll loosen it right up. <laughs> You'll say, wow, that's pretty cool. Well, yeah, you got to smack it pretty good. No. Like you're smacking somebody on the butt, that would bad, you know? Okay, pretty good. You, but you don't want to break the jar when you do it, right? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. You won't. You won't. won't Just keep it. your hand full and flat and right on the bottom two, three times, and you'll hear it go pop, pop, like. And um, Really? Yeah. It'll it'll loosen right up. I guarantee it. All the time <laughs> I've wasted through my life, and I could have been doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Well. My mother showed me that, and uh, she was right, and... God bless my mom. She's 96 now. She turned oh, 96 in July. God bless her. That's great. And, uh, yeah, she's doing pretty good. Did, yeah. you, did she drive your Chevy? Uh, no, but I did take her for a ride in it. <laughs> oh, good, good. That's nice. Yeah. All yeah. right, my friend. Thank I got you. my other car right now up at uh, Fox Hollow in Versailles. They're, I got that 70 Buick GS 455 <laughs> that they're uh, going to get it going for me. It's been sitting in my driveway for. 35 years and I've had it since I was 17 so um, I'm hoping to get it going before you know so that's a real classic too huh? Oh, that's a muscle car the 57 is a classic the Buick's a muscle car and I sold my pony car I had a 65 Mustang but I can't afford all of those so I gotta get my good old Buick going and maybe you'll see me in that one of these days sure I'd love to Thanks. All right, Stu. Have a good day. You too. Hi, welcome to the program. Good morning. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I called before, but I'm just calling to about that woman that has trouble opening cans. Um, for the smaller ones, or the, or the ones that you can get and get it around, I use a nutcracker, and uh, it's very easy, you know, to loosen them that way soda bottles or anything like that. Oh, that's an idea. Or even like yeah. a ketchup bottle, you know, as long as you can get that around the cap. And if you can't, somebody told me, now he was saying about tapping the bottom, I never tried that, but somebody told me to turn them like upside down, like a, you know, um, spaghetti sauce or something like that, and and tap it on a rug, and I find that that loosens it, so... Tap it on a rug, not the bottom, but the top. No, yeah, turn it upside down and just give it a couple of taps on the rug, and, uh, you know, that, that seems to work, too. All right, well, we're all looking for easy ways to do it, so right. I won't embarrass myself. I know, I think everybody, their hands just, you know, as you age, not useless, but, you know, a lot weaker. Okay, thank you. Okay, so... Hello, welcome to the program. Slapping them on the bottom, huh, Stu? Slap them on the butt. Yeah. By the way, that reminds me, for anybody who drops a can of beer, you know, and it'll, you know, it's going to foam up when you open it. Mm. Don't open it. Tap it on the top of the beer can with your fingers, you know, with your fingernails. Tap, 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 tap. That will keep it from foaming. We've all done that one. That's yeah, a, that's yeah. a mess. Oh, that's a common one. That's a mess. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, yeah. If you let it foam over, I do the tap thing, and then I let the beer sit for about a day just to make sure. 
You can do that. You that can happen with champagne and other things. You know. You, oh, okay. You open up at squirts hey, all over I'm the not, place. I'm not a big drinker, so I, yeah. you know, if I have something to drink, it's usually a beer, and that's about it. <laughs> so uh, I guess it's that time of day I can do a little swapping. Oh yeah, sure. Put something. Yeah, on. I wanted to um, <clears throat> make a little announcement here. You know, we had the uh, sloppy seconds from Storm Ian over the weekend with all the rain. And so the Southeast Connecticut Community Center of the Blind Pumpkin Fest has a lot of leftover pumpkins. Mm. And we want to uh, see them go to a good home. These are baking pumpkins, uh, not necessarily for jack-o'-lanterns. I suppose you could make jack-o'-lanterns if you want, but they're really for cooking, along with uh, squash and... um, Gourds, they're uh, organic, Vermont grown, and we have 500 of them left over. So uh, rather than ask Stu to give them away on a contest on the air, mm-hmm. we're going to have them at the uh, Groton Farmers Market tomorrow, Tuesday, from 3 to 6 p.m. That's in Washington Park in Groton. The prices will be drastically reduced. And, of course, your purchase is tax-deductible, a donation to the Center of the Blind. So uh, come by and get these wonderful offerings for your holiday table. They're organic. They stay fresh uh, right through the holiday season. So if you're not making your pumpkin pie till Christmas Day, the pumpkin will still be fresh. And if you have questions, you can call 860-447-447. Two zero four eight, and again, it's tomorrow, three to six, at the Groton Farmers Market in Washington Park. Save on great pumpkins. All right, buddy. Thank you. Bye bye. You're welcome. Hello, WICH. You're on. Welcome to the program. This is Boris. Can I help you? Do you have something to say? Would you like to come down to the dungeon? Hello. Welcome to the program. You're on. Hi, I'm looking for Bruce Springsteen tickets to the Mohegan Sun and Rolling Stone magazines. My number is 860-887-0813. And Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. We have uh, time for another call or two with Stu. 860-889-5252 is the number. I never had trouble opening up a jar of Ovaltine. I just was so anxious to get to it when I was a kid. Hi, everyone. Joyce Hart here from Hart's Greenhouse. Our annual Columbus Day weekend sale starts Saturday, October 8th. All trees and shrubs will be 30% off. On Sunday, October 9th, they will be 40% off. And on Monday, October 10th, Columbus Day, you can get a whopping 50% off. Wait if you dare and get the biggest deals of the year on trees and shrubs. Our perennials are on sale, too. And don't forget your fall decorating. Our beautiful moms are four for $30. And we have cornstalks, pumpkins, gourds, hay bales, scarecrows, and so much more. Or you can order one of our fall decorating kits for just $44.99. Hearts has a great selection of houseplants and succulents, pottery, and potting soils, too. Stop by one of our Hearts stores today. We're open seven days a week at all four stores until Halloween. You can find us on Route 6 in Brooklyn, Route 14 in Canterbury, Clinton Avenue in Norwich, and Route 2A in Preston. Check out our Facebook page for hours and directions. Hello. Welcome to the program. Well, good afternoon. How are you? Hey, okay. What's happening in Rhodey? Um, It's a little bitter cold today. and just like, We wanted some coolness, but it's dropping down quite a bit, isn't it, lately? 
Yeah, it's a little cool for this time of year. <laughs> um, I was talking, I was going to tell you about, if you're having some hunger pains at night, maybe you should just have, do you keep yogurt in the house? Lots of time. So, you know, when I think of it, I when I'm in the grocery store, I pick up some yogurt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe you should have a, a lot of that on hand because that that's a better alternative to cakes and pies and cookies and crackers and things at night. I say, um, if you have enough yogurt to um, satisfy your hunger, or um, just fruit, have a lot of fruit, different kinds of choices during the day. You should eat, you should eat three fruits a day, anyways. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. Three different it's, kinds. I get these sweet cravings later, but it. It probably would control it if I had a little uh, fruit, you know, just a little, maybe a ton of it, but just a, so I wouldn't eat anything else. Yeah, those two things are really good, I think, at night if you have a problem with hunger. I think if you have enough of that stuff around. So. Um, what's, your, what's your favorite fruit? Favorite I, fruit? Yeah. I like, uh, well, I have um, a craving for apricots, but not the kind with the sulfur dioxide, the... Um, the um, the other kind that uh, from Turkish, Turkish apricots, they don't have any of that poison in them. You know how they color orange? The uh, apricots mm-hmm. are usually orange. Oh, really? I didn't know it was anything bad in an apricot. You know, yeah. I meant in the in the dried fruit department. Yeah. If you see apricots, they're mostly orange color because they have the sulfur dioxide in them, which is a poison. I've told many people about this at these stores, and uh, only one place has the kind I really like lately, the Turkish ones. that they're, they're made in Turkey. And they don't have that ingredient in them, and they're excellent. They're, that's my favorite thing, if I can find it. That reminds me of something else, that um, people always go for the bright red apples, and really the ones that are not are are better because the, they doctor up the color on the apples. Right, and there's so many different choices, too. It's like, you know, there's too many different kinds of apples out there, I think. It's like you got to mm-hmm. sample, sample some uh you know, next week I'm going to uh, Vermont. I'm going to be going to an apple pie festival actually next week. You've gone to the big Vermont store there, right? Yeah, not too far from there. Mm. I always make the trip when I go there. I always make the trip anyways. I've been going there since '96. I've been going to that store since '96. Well, that's great. I'm faithfully good to, good to hear from you. Yeah. I'll keep that in mind. Little yogurt at night. Yeah, keep a little yogurt and some fruit in mind, and I think you'll be better off. All right, my friend. Thank you. Okay, take care. Have a good day. You too. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hey, good morning, Stu. Joe, am Joey, I on? Joey, you're on. What's up, buddy? All right. Yeah, no, I've been... All right, brother. I've been listening all morning, and I have so much I want to say because of all the different topics, but, you know, Larry's cool and, and saying... I was going to bring up the thing. I like Jimmy Fallon after you get off the air at 2... And um, I don't care for Gorka that much and the other guy, Tatum. That's another story. But he mentioned the fact, he always does a take when he's broadcasting. He says, take clip, give me clip 33. I mean, if, if, if Mac the Knight, John the Knight was back then and said, Stu, and you can clip and say, and he come on, he goes, listen to this one. Come on, is that really, really sick? She reminded me of Hanoi Jane back in Vietnam, and she's sitting on a tank against our enemies. She said the same thing. Oh, Korea, North Korea. She don't even know 
I can't say it. Yeah. Stuff from Shino, you know, Stu? Oh, that one, yes. Uh-huh. That's terrible. Well, she's our vice. And he, I was listening to you, and you said, and she's got a really important job. Do you think? Vice President of the United States? Come on. I mean, and, you know, and prior to uh, Taiwan and, and Mrs. Pelosi going over there and her old man's 84, he can go out and get drunk. He can smash a couple cars. He gets he gets a light. He gets a, oh, a handshake and a little tap on the back for a reminder. It's, everything's hunky-dory, bro. I, I'm telling you, I got, I, I, my mind right now is racing still, and I have a lot on my mind, and I want to hog up the show. But I wanted, yeah, I'm going to call you on the on the fourth quarter. Hey, Patriots one three, Eagles four zero. Oh, they got some injuries this Sunday. I'll talk to you about it later, Stu. All right, thank you. I love you, Stu. Briar. Later. See you, Joey. Yeah, let's see. The Jets are doing okay, and the Eagles are doing all right. The Patriots are uh, off to a slow start. <clears throat> I catch a few games now and then. All right. 889-5252 is our number. If you'd like to check in, we are... Yeah, we got about four minutes left this hour. We're going to have a little comedy uh, later on in the uh, fourth hour, or the fourth, fourth quarter, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, Alan King has a very funny bit about doctors. Things that we all go through in the doctor's office, so you want to hear that a little bit later. Welcome to the program. Hi, good morning. You don't have snacks at night. You don't buy them. How about that? <clears throat> well, that's true, but, you know, other people in the family might want a snack, and I don't want to be... Uh... See, that's what my customers say. Like I said, I'm a hairdresser, so they go, well, <clears throat> I kind of got into the peanut butter the other night, and I said, oh, yeah. I said, things I can't control, I don't have in the house. And she says, well, I have it because of my grandkids. Yeah. Well, there you go, right? Mm-hmm. You probably have grandkids, too, so... Yeah, and I don't want to... Most of us don't want to run out at night and get it, so certainly it's a deterrent to... Like, uh, like that other lady said, too, we have yogurt. Um, once a week we buy yogurt. We have fruit at all times, so if you really... Get, and granola bars. There's another thing. Granola bars, depending, um, aren't too bad, so... It's kind of like a sweet, though, isn't it? Uh, it you kind of. We buy the old school ones, the old... Um, looking up in the cabinet as we speak. The Nature Valley, the crunchy kind. Yeah, I have those occasionally. I don't feel as guilty when I have that. Yeah, right. At least they're half half good for you. Um, <laughs> oatmeal, that kind of thing. But like when you want something, like you said, you gotta. Like I'll get my husband one treat on the weekend, but he's 150 pounds. He's can eat whatever he wants. I hate him. So, how tall? Know, how tall is he? He's five foot um, seven, but mm. I'm five foot seven, and I don't weigh 150 pounds. I weigh more than he does. So I bet he's always been that weight, has he? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, we got married, and he was about 160, maybe high school, same thing. He's just one of those. Yeah, just, he burns it off. You know, he just does. Um, I've seen pictures of you. I've never met you, but you, you look pretty good. So yeah, I, like I, old, I can lose. A, I'd like to lose like five or six pounds because you know I've got the uh, the belly that some guys get when they get older. Oh, uh, I have it too, and I'm not even. I've never had a baby. So mm-hmm. hey, real quick, how's uh, Mr. O'Brien doing? I got an email from him. I'm going to try to get a hold of him this afternoon. He is out of the hospital, so that's good news. Oh, hospital. Yeah, oh no, he went through a bad. He's gone through a bad scene, very bad. Oh no, Dan O'Brien. Oh, I thought you meant Glenn. Oh no, no, Dan okay. O'Brien. Dan, Dan, I haven't spoken with him in a long time. I should check oh. him. 
too bad. We miss, we love you, but we miss him. So. Yeah, I understand. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Well, thanks again. Talk to you soon. Bye bye. All right. Thank you. Okay, Danny boy, let's get this call in. I can do that. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. It's Patrice. Hi, Patrice. I got a minute, so <laughs> I have. Th- I'll give you thirty seconds. Okay. A lot of people say things on the air that can get a president or or a government official assassinated if somebody gets upset enough and aggravated enough from listening to the media. And, you know, I've tried to dissuade people from mentioning specific names and so on just to stick to the issues, and people aren't doing that. Goodbye. Okay, goodbye. Certainly nobody should be threatening anybody on talk shows. People really... uh especially on social media, on, on the net. You know, they follow some of these wild things, and uh, too bad those things were invented. Anyway, news next. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 Norwich, 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. With uh, 54 degrees on this Monday, it is now noon and news time. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Rescues of stranded residents continue in Florida as the death toll from Hurricane Ian rises to at least 68. Helicopters rescue residents like Sean McCaffrey from the Barrier Islands, cut off from the mainland. I should have left. I shouldn't have stayed. Flooding damage extending inland. People using boats to get around the streets of Northport. John Chihill using two of them to tow his family's possessions along with his daughter. It's an act of God, you know. I mean... So all you can do is pray and, and hope for a better day tomorrow. Governor Ron DeSantis visiting Chai Hill's community. I'm optimistic that things are going to bounce back quicker than people would would normally think from, from, from a storm like this. President Biden visits Florida Wednesday. I'm Julie Walker. But Ian's still not done. The storm downs Virginia with rain Sunday. It was dissipating as it moved offshore. But officials warning there was still the potential of severe flooding along Virginia's coast. And a coastal flood warning was in effect. And Hurricane Orlean has hit the Mexican coast near the resort city of Mazatlan. Authorities along the coast have set up shelters. Also at townhall.com and health news, seniors are being advised to ask for a special high-dose flu shot this year. Doctors want vaccine-weary Americans to remember not to skip their flu shot this year. For the first time, doctors are urging Americans 65 and older to get a special extra-strength kind of flu shot. There are three types made with higher doses or an immune-boosting ingredient. As people get older, their immune system doesn't respond as strongly to standard flu vaccinations. Influenza specialist Dr. Richard Webby with St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital in Memphis says the bottom line is the extra-strength shot do work better for people 65 or older. I'm Jennifer King. In a reversal from last week, stocks are sharply higher. The Dow up 585 points, the Nasdaq adding 144. More at townhall.com. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a 
sponsor of passive, affordable, single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. Chase Elliott keeps his championship hopes alive by winning at Talladega. Chase Elliott proved why he was a favorite to win at Talladega Super Speedway, racing in the lead pack for most of the day and then pouncing on the white flag lap to surge ahead and take the checkered flag. When we took the green there for the restart, I thought my opportunity to win was to get up in the top lane. It was certainly a risky move. The win now propels him to the next round of the NASCAR playoffs. Just try to ride the wave. You know, had a bad week last week, had a good week this week. Ryan Blaney was second after leading 31 laps, just 46 one-hundredths of a second behind Elliott. Michael McDowell scored his second third-place finish of the season. I'm Jerry Jordan. Alabama reclaiming at number one from Georgia in the AP College football poll and one of the closest votes in recent years. Only two points separate the Crimson Tide from the Bulldogs. Six teams, including Kansas, made their season debut in the AP Jump 25. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Okay, is he done? All right. I thought he was coming back. That's okay. We'll get to our lunchtime oldies at WICH. It's time now for the Lunchtime Oldie Show, and we've got an interesting mix for you today, so just enjoy. Climate change. Enjoy the song. The reality of the closing. For once in my life, I have someone who needs me. Someone I've needed so long For once unafraid I can go where life leads me Somehow I know I'll be strong For once I can touch What my heart used to dream of Long before I do Oh, someone warm like you Would make my dream come true Hurt me, not like it's hurt me before. For once, I have something I know won't desert me. I'm not alone anymore. For once, I can see this is mine, you can't take it. Long as I know I have love, I can make it. For once in my life, I have someone who.
WICH. Got an interesting mix for you today. Hope you'll enjoy it. We have uh, lots of hit songs till noon, spanning a lot of different decades. Maybe we'll hit your favorite decade. She'll see what happens during this hour. So stick around and you may hear something that you haven't heard in a very, very, very long time that will spark a hopefully a happy memory for you.
All right. Let's roll a little bit with Peter and Gordon. They have a greatest hits album, if you ever get a chance to get a hold of it, because you may not have realized just how many hits they had. When I see her coming down the street I get so shaky and I feel so weak I tell my eyes look the other way But they don't seem to hear a word I say And I go to pieces and I want to hide and I almost die every time My baby passes by I tell my arms they'll hold someone new Another love that will be true But they don't listen, they don't seem to care They reach for her but she's not there And I and I want to hide Go to pieces and I almost die Every time my baby passes by I remember what she said when she said goodbye Baby, we'll meet again soon, maybe But until we So lonely, think about her only. I go to places we used to go, but I know she'll never show. She hurt me so much inside. Now I hope she's satisfied, and I go to pieces and I wanna hide. Go to pieces and I almost die every time. Baby passes by Go to pieces and I cry Every time my baby passes by Go to pieces and I cry You could go for pizza. There's uh, Peter and Gordon. I think it was Gordon used to live in the uh, Ledger area. I didn't know that until a long, long time after he passed. He probably listened to this program. Wish he would have called. I'd love to have gotten him on the air. Sometimes you ex- don't expect a ballad coming from a group that was heavy rock and roll, but the group Kiss came out with a song called Beth, which was a ballad, and people loved it. I think it was the only time they kind of softened up their act. So here's Beth, done by Kiss. So empty 
times that the rock and roll group Kiss sang a ballad and that was a hit, Beth. And one of the rare times the Rolling Stones Mick Jagger sang a ballad was this particular song and it was also a girl's name. This is Angie. This is so they could get a rest and then get into some heavy rock afterwards, you know.
Jagger and the Rolling Stones on the softer side of Mick Jagger. Angie. And then you heard Kiss sing Beth, and then, of course, they put their rock and roll shoes on after that, and that was it. The 50s, the 60s, and the 70s, they're all back again on Stu's Lunchtime Oldies from WICH AM 1310.
have the Isley Brothers, uh, known for their version of Shout as the most popular version of that song. And this old heart of mine playing some old records. We always have different names for it. But they're old. They're old songs. But they're all right. And they still sound brand new. Let's check the weather with uh, Marty Hausberger here. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Mostly cloudy, maybe a little sun here and there. A breezy 62 today, 42 tonight. Another cloudy day tomorrow with a chance for an afternoon shower, high of 64. For Wednesday, some pop-up showers early are possible, otherwise kind of overcast with a high of 67. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. 54 degrees presently. Ned Lamont promised to cut property taxes by $700 a year. Instead, Connecticut property taxes have gone up. They are now the second highest in the country. Taxpayers are speaking out. Ned Lamont promised to lower taxes by $700. Instead, my property taxes are up $2,000. My property taxes are up $800 per year. Dot had to move out of her home because of Lamont's taxes. Ned Lamont's taxes have caused me to leave my home. Under Lamont, utility bills have skyrocketed. They're now the highest in the country. Listen to these folks from Waterbury. My utility bill has skyrocketed. My electrical bill was $400 a month. Now it's $667 a month. And Lamont raised taxes on food, hospitals, even teachers. Lamont is taxing food. Lamont raised taxes on teachers. One thing is for sure. We can't afford four more years of net Lamont. I'm Bob Stefanowski, candidate for governor, and I approve this message. Paid for by Bob for Governor, David Becker, Treasurer. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Bobby Rydell could put a spark in any song. He could take an old song and put his style to it and make it a hit all over again. Let me show you an example here with Bobby Rydell. The lips of river start to play Dance with me, make me sway Like a lazy ocean hugs the shore Hold me close, sway me more Like a flower bending in the breeze Bend with me, sway with me When the picture have a way with me Stay with me, sway with me
that guy sway? You betcha. Bobby Rydell with Stuart W.I.C.H. Here's a, a great guitar, Les Paul and Mary Ford. Les Paul was one of the most creative guitar players. Listen to how they do the Tiger Rag. Tiger Rag, Les Paul and Mary Ford. That's something I found deep into the vault. I thought you might find it interesting. Once in a while, a lead singer has a voice that's uh, a classic. Jay Black, who teamed up with Jay and the Americans, had a lot of hits with him. But if he was never with the Americans, he would have been a tremendous solo artist. He was always so proud, even later in his career when he could uh, hit certain notes. I remember once I interviewed him, he said, you know, Stu, I can still hit those notes. Well, this is the song he was talking about.
powerful voice that man had, huh? Cara mia, mamma mia, hey, uh, did you throw your disco shoes out? No, you're kidding. Hey, who knows, it may make a comeback someday and get your strobe lights working. This group had the biggest hits during the disco era, KC and the Sunshine Band. an easy song to remember the words to and that's the way I like it I hope you're liking the tunes every day we like to mix them up a little bit different here's something I bet you haven't heard in a long time it's about uh, a gentleman by the name of the Reverend Mr. Black what's the story boys he rode easy in the saddle he was tall and lean and at first he thought nothing but a streak of mean could make a man look so downright strong but one look in his eyes and you knowed you was wrong he was a mountain of a man and i want you to know he could preach hot hell or freezing snow he carried a bible in a canvas sack and the folks just called him the reverend mr black he was poor as a beggar but he rode like a king sometimes in the evening i could hear him sing 
Everybody up and down the floor And then when things got quiet in the place He walked up and cussed in the preacher's face He hit that reverend like the kick of a mule And to my way of thinking It took a pure fool to turn the other cheek to that lumberjack Well, that's what he did, the reverend Mr. Black He stood like a rock, a man among men Then he let that lumberjack hit him again And then with a voice as kind as could be Cut him down like a big old tree when he said, You got to walk that lonesome valley. You got to walk it by yourself, for nobody else can walk it for you. You got to walk it by yourself. It's been many years since we had to part, and I guess I learned his ways by heart. I can still hear his sermons ring Down in the valley where he used to sing I followed him, yes sir, and I don't regret it Hope that I'll always be a credit to his memory Cause I want you to understand The Reverend Mr. Black was my old man You got to walk that lonesome valley You got to walk it by yourself The Reverend Mr. Black song reminded me of another song where they do a lot of talking. You like songs where they like talk into it? Well, here's another one. The head of Bonanza. He lay face down on the desert sand, clutching a six-gun in his hand. Shot from behind, I thought he was dead, for under his heart was an ounce of lead. But a spark still burned, so I used my knife, and late that night, I saved the life of Ringo. I nursed him till the danger passed. The days went by, he mended fast. And then from dawn till setting sun, he practiced with that deadly gun. And hour on hour, I watched in awe. No human being could match the draw of Ringo. Ringo, Ringo. One day we rode the mountain crest, and I went east. And he went west I took to law and wore a star While he spread terror near and far With lead and blood he gained such fame All through the west They feared the name of Ringo Ringo, Ringo I knew someday I'd face the test Which one of us would be the best And sure enough the word came down That he was holed up in the town I left the posse out in the street And I went in alone to meet Ringo. Ringo, Ringo. 
said my speed was next to none, but my lightning draw had just begun when I heard a blast that stung my wrist. The gun went flying from my fist, and I was looking down the bore of the deadly 44 of Ringo. Ringo, Ringo. They say that was the only time that anyone had seen him smile. He slowly lowered his gun, and then he said to me, We're even, friend. And so at last I understood that there was still a spark of good in Ringo. I blocked the path of his retreat. He turned and stepped into the street. A dozen guns spit fire and lead. A moment later, he lay dead. The town began to shout and cheer. Nowhere was the shed a tear for Ringo. Ringo. The story spread throughout the land that I had beaten Ringo's hand. And it was just the years, they say, that made me put my guns away. But on his grave, they can't explain the tarnished star above the name of Ringo. Stuck to the drums, you know. What a great voice, huh? Lorne Green used to be a newscaster in Montreal, Canada. He was a newsman, and uh, next thing you know, he ended up on the Ponderosa. For over 50 years, Ron's Guns at 194 Boston Post Road in East Line has been your local firearms dealer with on-target advice and competitive pricing. You see, some folks look at guns as a Second Amendment right, a vital part of their personal security. Others see them as a fun way to plank at a soda can on a fence post. How you feel about guns is totally up to you. Providing an excellent selection and equally excellent customer service is up to Ron's. Ron's Guns at 194 Boston Post Road in East Lyme. Breast cancer is one of the most common kinds of cancer in women. A mammogram can help find breast cancer early when it's easier to treat. Make a difference like these local businesses by spreading the word. Hello from the chocolate shell and old line. Breast cancer is something we must all be conscious of. It has affected many of my close friends and relatives. I urge you to schedule regular mammograms, do self-exams, and support further research. Breast cancer has over 3 million survivors in the U.S. The first step to beating this disease is early detection. The He People in Uncasville encourage all women to discuss regular cancer screenings with their doctor. We can all show our kindness by doing our very best to help those who are fighting the battle against breast cancer. Please donate this month of October, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Visit liberty-bank.com slash making strides. Together we can find a cure. All of us at Hall Communications encourage women to get a mammogram as recommended by their doctor. Early detection is the best prevention. So much competition in music in the 60s and, well, just about any time. And the Electric Light Orchestra had a different sound. And let's play one of their hits, a little different from the other groups. I'm 
Most people now are getting rid of their regular phones and uh, everything's on the cell phone. Well, I'm still hanging in there with my uh, regular phone. But I'm thinking of, you know, you can save a little money here and there. And um, especially these days, maybe we'll uh, go cell phone. But for the moment, get the regular phone. I'm sorry I got rid of that black phone that you dialed. (laughs) 
Oh. That was a classic, huh? The sound of the dialing. Hey, who is this woman they're singing about? Goes where my rosemary goes. I hope she goes to a lot of different places there. That was a one-hit wonder, the Edison Lighthouse. Edison Lighthouse had that one hit. Good one. 1970. I usually eat oatmeal for breakfast or Cheerios. Today I had something different. I had peanut butter. Just for a change. Still like a good old peanut butter sandwich. Either chunky or regular.
By the marathons and peanut butter. That's not a bad little snack, huh? Peanut butter, you like that, do you? Mmm, donuts. Okay, he likes donuts. I like peanut butter. Hey, we can get another call, another uh, song in. What do you say? Oh, it's only four minutes before one. W-I-C-H, we have plenty of time. Back in the 50s, there was a singer who had dimples. Cute as a button. Her name was Teresa Brewer. And she had this number one hit. Ricochet! They warned me when you kissed me Your love would ricochet Your lips would find another And your heart would go astray I thought that I could hold you With all my many charms But then one day you ricocheted to someone else's arms and baby I don't want a ricochet romance I don't want a ricochet love If you're careless with your kisses find another turtle dove I can't live on ricochet romance No, no, not me If you're gonna ricochet baby I'm gonna set you free I knew the Hold you, what a fool I was to try. Promise you'd be faithful and you would never stray. Then, like a rifle bullet, you began to ricochet. And baby, I don't want a ricochet romance, I don't want a ricochet love. If you're careless with your kisses, find another turtle dove. I can't live on ricochet romance, no, no, not. If you're gonna ricochet, baby, I'm gonna set you free When you announced our wedding You made me mighty proud I whispered to us company But you preferred a crowd You buzzed around the other girls Just like a Finish buzzing, cousin. You buzz right back to me. And baby, I don't want a ricochet romance. I don't want a ricochet love. If you're careless with your kisses, find another turtle dove. I can't live on ricochet romance. No, no, not me. If you're gonna ricochet, baby, I'm gonna set you free. Favorite part of the song, the drummer there. Teresa Brewer, uh, Ricochet. That's also the name of a comic strip character, isn't it? Ricochet? Yeah. Haven't seen that in a long time. 
Yeah, we're going to take you to the news and anything goes next hour, plus a little comedy in there in the hour. We'll put it in. Kenny Ball and the Jazzmen here. have fun during our lunchtime oldies anything goes next hour on WICHAM 1310 Norwich and 94.5 W233DB in Norwich it's coming up to one o'clock breaking news this hour from townhall.com I'm John Scott the struggle to recover from Ian is continuing. There's a lot of work left to, left to do. Florida's Senator Rick Scott on NBC's Meet the Press. They're trying to get the power back on, make sure your phones work. Uh, but the biggest thing right now is just continuing to make sure we find everybody and anybody that needs help, uh, they, get, they get to the hospital, get whatever care uh, they need. Also on Meet the Press, FEMA Administrator Deanne Criswell. I want to get down on the ground, see for myself what the impacts are, and talk to people and hear what they're struggling with and what they think their needs are going to be. I'm Shelley Adler. Also at townhall.com, Ukrainian forces have broken through Moscow's defenses in the strategic southern Kherson region. The Russian military has acknowledged Kherson is one of the four regions illegally annexed by Moscow last week after a hasty referendum orchestrated by the Kremlin that Western nations have derided as a sham-voted gunpoint. Kherson is one of the toughest battlefields for the Ukrainians, with slower progress when compared with Ukraine's breakout offensive in the northeast around the country's second-largest city of Kharkiv that began just last month. Wall Street kicks off the fourth quarter with a bang. The stock market's benchmarks headed sharply higher as traders look to leave a miserable September in the rearview mirror. Wall Street is still focused on the hottest inflation in four decades, and the Fed's aggressive rate hikes aimed at slowing the economy and easing high prices on everything from food to clothing. Investors worry that the central bank could hit the brakes too hard and cause a deepening recession. Rich Thomason reporting. The Dow is up 610 points. The Nasdaq ahead 165. More on these stories at townhall.com. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a 
sponsor of passive, affordable, single, and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. On the international front, families and friends of some of the 125 people who died in a massive crush that was set off by police tear gas after an Indonesian soccer match wailed in grief as the bodies of the victims are returned home. Correspondent Charles de Ledesma has the update in this report. Distraught family members are struggling to comprehend the sudden loss of loved ones at a soccer match in East Java's Malang City that was watched only by hometown Arema FC fans because the organiser had banned visiting Persebaya Surabaya's supporters due to Indonesia's history of violent soccer rivalries. Police say 18 officers responsible for the firing of tear gas as well as security managers are being investigated. The crush was among the world's deadliest disasters ever at a sporting event. I'm Charles Diladesma. Breaking news at townhall.com. There's been a security threat at an airport in Albuquerque. Authorities say an American Airlines flight from Texas to New Mexico was evacuated after landing at the Albuquerque airport because of a security threat. Officials at Albuquerque International Sunport say all 179 people aboard flight 928 from Dallas-Fort Worth were taken off the jet Sunday morning and bused to the terminal. No injuries were reported. FBI officials only said that the matter is being investigated and they're not disclosing the nature of the security threat. I'm Shelley Adler. A man charged with killing 22 older women in the Dallas area will go on trial again. Billy Chamirmir was convicted earlier this year of capital murder in the death of 81-year-old Luthi Harris and sentenced to life in prison without parole. The second trial concerns the death of 87-year-old Mary Brooks. More at townhall.com. Five minutes after one o'clock, Stu Breyer with you, WICH AM and FM. Join us and uh, be a part of this hour if you like. The number to call is 889-5252. Ah, that number. It's been with me since I started here. 889-5252. Guess you still have to put the 860 in front of it. And uh, then you can be on the air with me and maybe there was something you wanted to get to in previous hours. You can catch up right here at WICH, AM and FM. Let's take a call right now. You're on the air. Welcome. Hello. Hi, Stu. Hi. Hi. You know, you you brought back a lot of memories with that um, Caramia. Oh, yes. The one well, by Jay and the I'm, Americans. Yep. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm a, a, a young lady... 88-year-old, mm-hmm. and I can still hear my mother calling me, Caramia, Caramia. <laughs> no kidding, really? Yeah, 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 of course, she she was a, a nice Italian lady, and I was number seven of, of seven children, mm-hmm. and I never felt as though she um, 
you know, uh, that I, I felt as though she loved each one of us equally. Oh, then she's a one. She's a beautiful lady. Then you yeah, know. Oh, she is. I, you know, being the seventh, you would think that you know maybe, uh, you know, she had she was tired of kids. <laughs> Must have been tired, I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, no, she she was a wonderful lady, and I can still hear her calling me, Caramia, and my father calling me Bella. <laughs> Well, what, it, what is you know your first name? Mean? No, you have to tell me. After all these years, I should know. Yeah, well, Katamia means my like my sweetheart. Oh, okay. And and Bella means beautiful. <laughs> well, you can't go wrong with either one of those, huh? No, no, no. It, 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 you know, uh, being the seventh of of a, a large family, you think you might get ignored a little bit, or maybe a little bit too. Uh, a, a much attention, but everything was equal, and it was it was um, well. You know, when you get old, you all you have have your is your, your memories, and thank God they are sweet. How many brothers and how many sisters uh, did you have? I had I had uh, four brothers and two sisters, and uh, they're all gone. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm the last one, and um, and uh, waiting to see what's going to happen next. Mama, uh, Bella Mia, let me see, Ka- no, Kata Mia, Kata Mia, and the Bella Mia, and Bella, my father called me Bella. There's and a song I- called My Bella Me, do you remember that song? Bella Me? Uh, yeah, maybe, 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 can you find it? <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking about that as we were talking. So, well, you know, I I didn't know if I could find uh, the Kata Mia on, on my phone, but I did, I found it. And I heard Jay Black sing it again. So now I have something I'm going to listen to frequently. He did a nice job with that song, didn't he? Oh, amazing. Just amazing. And, of course, when the words mean something to you, it's even more amazing. So that song, Mamma Mia, is... um, My mother. My mother... Mia, that's about it. Mamma Mia, my mother. My my mother. Mm Mm-hmm. And Karamia is um, my my heart. Karamia, my a, heart. What a nice thing to say to a child, huh? Oh yeah, and and I wasn't only you know just when I was little. I I, I heard that my whole life. <laughs> so when uh, you know, with all the kids, and you were number seven, uh, all the older kids took care of you too. Oh yeah, yeah. Nice. Of course, you know, I there was. Uh, 22 years between my oldest brother and me, mm-hmm. and so a lot of them were, you know, getting ready to leave home, and I was six years old when the first grandchild came along, oh. and, and and he he's, he's with us, you know, and we talk every once in a while, because <laughs> we have such close memories, because we, we practically lived together, you know, we were in houses close by, and we run back and forth between the houses like we were all just one big group. <laughs> Did you grow up in this area? Yeah, New London. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I grew up in New London and um, uh, down at Ocean Beach. You you know me from Ocean Beach. I'm the Ocean Beach SOB. Oh, no, you're not. A, yeah, you, you promote Ocean Beach, and then when I'm <laughs> down there, I can say, I know what you're promoting because it's so nice. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, my, 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 uh, my son took me down um, a couple of weeks ago and we sat up on the terrace and and had lunch and and it was the most beautiful day 
with a gentle breeze and it was just you know it was just so beautiful and and I have you know I have a whole memory of since I was um, six years old living down there and and uh, so there's, there's nothing like it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's rated one of the most beautiful beaches in um, in the country, actually. It is one of the 25 most yeah. beautiful beaches in the country, yeah. It's quite an honor, I'll tell you yeah, that. Yeah, it, it sure is, and it's a, it, it's been my honor to spend a great deal of my life there. I, I took my my grandchildren uh, there when, when, you know, they were able, I was able, I was retired, and I was able to take them to the beach. And uh, that's what really sparked me with the SOB because I couldn't see the city, you know, taking that opportunity for me to take my grandchildren to the beach. Mm. <laughs> so, so it was a it was a wonderful experience, and I had a wonderful family. Well, Katamia, it's a pleasure Katamia. to speak with you. Nice talking to you. <laughs> nice talking to you too. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Caramia. I can't hit that note, nor will I try. I will fall off the chair. WICH, welcome. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, young man. How are you? Well, I don't know if I'm young at 80, but anyway. No, you're as young as you feel. I also am, am keeping my two-wire telephone. You are? Okay, me and you. Yep. Two of us. And here's another little piece of information for you. Caramia by Jay and the Americans. Mm-hmm. Talking about what the last lady was saying about Caramia. Yes. Jay and the Americans made a record, Caramia. Yes, I know. I played it last hour. It's a beautiful, oh, okay. uh, beautiful All arrangement right. of that. Yep. I missed that. That's okay. But, uh, yeah, I don't have any other version of it except that one, but uh, I'm glad I still have that one to kick around. I do have a cell phone. It's in my pocket. It's turned off, and it's for when I run out of gas on Route 95. Hey, so you sound like me. That's the only reason I have a cell phone and have to be an emergency situation. Got to make sure it's always charged, but I don't use it for anything else. Exactly. Yeah. Have a good day. You too. Thank you. Hi. Welcome. Yeah. You're on the air. Hey, Stu, man. I, I, I was, I was, I was editing my own mind. Listen, uh, super. Uh, let the bells for Kevin. Let the bells ring. My bell, me. I'm in love with Stu. That was uh, my bell and me. That's the song you're digging out in yeah, your mind, right? Trying to get that song. Um, it is. It, what I'm going to say, me and Patty, my sister Patty, we're like 19 months apart. I think you and Judy were the same, your sister. She had all the 45. I don't know who sang that song, but I can. My bill and me, I'm in love with you. Is that the song you were talking about? Yeah, it's, it was done by the T-Set, I think. Yeah, and, and she had on a little 45. We used to play 45s in 1969 through 72. Oh, Sue, yeah, my bell on me. See, I just lost my last quarter with you. There was something else I wanted to say. Um, but bell on me, I, I never knew. Say the name of the uh, title uh, artist. 
The, uh, the T-set, they were called. That was their only hit, actually. Can you close down? What is this for uh, giggles? <laughs> no, I'm more that, than giggles. I want to play it. I No, nah, uh, I was going to say and giggles. You know. Yeah, just, I know, I know. You, you're controlling yourself bar, pretty man. good these days. Yeah. Hey, I'm, hey, guess what? what? Robert Webb, you promoted him. Oh, I have to tell you this, still. You're... When you open with Marty at 10, listen, I pay attention, Stu Briar. You're far more just uh, announced. You said announcer. That, I crumbled and I cringed. I thought, Stu Briar, you're my Wood, uh, my Judy Woodruff. I told you she's my, uh, she's my uh, water concord of. Arizona University, they got a university for a Cronkite. Judy Woodworth just got her, she got a, uh, exceptional award still, and I was, and I wait for her every night, like I was listening to you, waiting for you for 10 to 2, 5, 6 o'clock, she, uh, oh, Judy's away. Well, Judy got a Lifetime Academy, uh, some kind of award for her journalist, still, you are more than a broadcaster, public broadcaster. You are a true journalist to me, man. Well, you that's very nice of you, Joe. Pump it up, brother, man. Nice I love you. you. Right. My bell and me. See ya. Uh-huh. Take care. So frustrated. I can't find that song. I know it was in here somewhere. It is the tea set. I think we've ran out of tea. However, maybe I'll find it before... One o'clock. Two o'clock, actually. And now let's make this hour official. Seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. Hello there. Welcome to our program again. 16 after 1. It's an open forum on this portion of the program, and the, the number is 860-889-5252. We talk j- just about anything and everything, from politics to uh, peanut butter to opening up jars, you name it. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Here we are, you and I. I'm on again. I have a couple questions. Yes. The cow fills. Didn't you say someone was coming on today? That'll be tomorrow at 11 o'clock. It'll be uh, Paul oh, tomorrow. from the Cows. I got the date wrong. Okay. Yep, mm. tomorrow at 11. Now, okay, that's good. Um, now, regarding Jay Black and the uh, his song, Cow to Me and I, um, remember a few years ago, uh, we were I was at the Mohegan Sun, and you were there, too, that three or four years ago when uh, Bowser had the Jew-Up special. Yep. And mm-hmm. that year, um, Jay Black wasn't there, but somebody else or some other group sang that same song in his place. I don't know who they were. You might know, but um, they they did a wonderful job, whoever the heck they were. But um, they did, a, a, you know, because Jay Black wasn't there to himself to, to sing it. Could have been the, uh, I know he has a group that sometimes uh, goes with him when he does his January things, the Planetones. Could have been Maybe. them. Yeah, they're yeah, a great group. They did they can... a, yeah, they did a real good job of, of, of uh, that song, too. Um, now, Teresa Brewer, another one I really love. Um, do you have? I know you got the chewing gum song, right? Yep. 
<laughs> and how about the sweet old fashioned girl? Do you remember? Do you ever have you ever heard that one? Absolutely, I was a big fan oh. of Teresa Brewer. Yeah, she's got. A, I I I sang this long ago when I was a kid. When I was in dancing school, I was on stage of a recital by myself, and I uh, had I sang that sweet old fashioned girl song. Well, really, I love that song. Yes, and I have a picture of myself. From those days, um, in the outfit I had on, you know, a specific kind of outfit. So uh, I didn't know if you had those that particular song. Um, I do. I absolutely around. have that one too. So um, mm. you want to sing a little bit of it? Mm. Oh no, no, oh, I don't okay. think so. Okay, all right. Hey, it was a shot. In the, it was a shot in the dark for me. What can I, I tell do you? like singing. I do like it, and I know all the songs that you play. And I know so many people who sings what, and usually mm. I can sing it um, as a background person at home. But in public, I don't think so. Okay. Does anybody <laughs> want to meet a sweet old-fashioned girl? How about you? You can S- sing it, right? S- not, you just heard me. I can't sing it. scooby doo I don't know all the words, but I just know I do. Um, I remember that time when I was um, in dance in school with that song, though. Well, I'll make That a, was fun. I'll make a point to play that one, too. Sweet old-fashioned okay. girl. Maybe you can play one of them, if you have time, I mean. One yeah. of them before you sh- turn off that, too. I'll try for you. Perhaps. Perhaps. In case in case you're quiet for a little bit. All right. Okay, well, have a good day. Thank you. You Take too. Care. Thank you. My Bella me. You were a child of the sun and the sky and the deep blue sea. Found it. My Bella me. Après tous les beaux jours, je te dis merci, merci. You were the answer on all my questions before we're through. I want to tell you that I adore you, I always do. That you amaze me by leaving me now and starting you. My bella me, I'm in love with you. Let the bells ring, let the birds sing. Let's all give my substitute a big cheer. Let the bells ring. Let the birds sing. For the man after him waits here. For the man after him waits here. My bella me. You were a child of the sun and the sky and the My bella me There was a time that you thought that your only friend was me You were the answer on all my questions before we're through I want to tell you that I adore you and always do That you amaze me by leaving me now starting you My bella me Let's all give my substitute a big cheer. Let the bells ring. Let the birds sing. For the man after him waits here. For the man after him waits here. 
My Bellamy You were a child of the sun and the sky and the deep blue sea My Bellamy Après tous les beaux jours je te dis merci, merci You were the answer on all my questions before we're through I want to tell you that I adore you and always do That you amaze me, believe in me now, I start a new My Bellamy, I'm in love with you My Bellamy, I'm in love with you My Bellamy, cara mia Bellamia. All sounds good, doesn't it? All right. Stu is with you at WICH. Let's uh, have Marty uh, check in with the weather. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Mostly cloudy, maybe a little sun here and there. A breezy 62 today, 42 tonight. Another cloudy day tomorrow with a chance for an afternoon shower, high of 64. For Wednesday, some pop-up showers early are possible, otherwise kind of overcast with a high of 67. At your Channel 3. Early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. Hi everyone, Joyce Hart here from Hart's Greenhouse. Our annual Columbus Day weekend sale starts Saturday, October 8th. All trees and shrubs will be 30% off. On Sunday, October 9th, they will be 40% off. And on Monday, October 10th, Columbus Day, you can get a whopping 50% off. Wait if you dare and get the biggest deals of the year on trees and shrubs. Our perennials are on sale too. And don't forget your fall decorating. Our beautiful mums are four for $30. And we have cornstalks, pumpkins, gourds, hay bales, scarecrows, and so much more. Or you can order one of our fall decorating kits for just $44.99. Hearts has a great selection of houseplants and succulents, pottery, and potting soils, too. Stop by one of our Hearts stores today. We're open seven days a week at all four stores until Halloween. You can find us on Route 6 in Brooklyn, Route 14 in Canterbury, Clinton Avenue in Norwich, and Route 2A in Preston. Check out our Facebook page for hours and directions. 860-889-5252 is the number you're on the air. Welcome. Hi, hi Sue. How are you doing? All right. Thank you. Hey, um, a, few, a couple of weeks ago, I'm not exactly sure when, you had Kathy Olstein on your show? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. I was listening to her our comment, and the biggest comment she had was, um, um, um. Every time she every time she opened her mouth, if you listen to ten minutes of your program with her speaking, it's um um um. And just she didn't give a straight answer to any questions that were asked. So to me, that was very upsetting. But um, and never the mock shame on him for you know what he promised and what has happened. And I'm sure all the roundabout, I am not for that as well. Mm-hmm. So um. Like I said, she didn't give a, a straight answer. And one more quick thing is um, that black lights matter everywhere. All lights matter, not just black lights. I, I'm sorry to say that. I'm not prejudiced at all. But no, I think of course all you're not prejudiced. Matter. 
and it's not fair. And well, um, you mentioned something about mom and dad. One of the questions asked: well, Are they going to take mom and dad away now? I mean, yeah, they they want it. They don't want you to use it. They when I'm talking about the people, the woke group, who are so far out of it, they would like to eliminate the words mom and dad. That is way out of it. I mean, that is ridiculous. I've never heard such a thing. And the Air Force um, Academy, they, they're trying to teach them not wow. to use the words mom and dad. I don't understand it. I don't understand. I guess I never will. If I, you know, that, that's really odd. Um, and one more thing, Stu. A few, a few weeks ago on the show, you, you were talking about somebody fishing. You're watching somebody fishing, and they had thrown the fish back, and it, you said you couldn't figure out why. Does it seem like a nice fish? Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, I don't think you don't go fishing, do you? No, I'm not a fisherman. No, okay, you don't have to be a fisherman to enjoy dropping a line. It's a beautiful feeling. Um, when you catch something, it's like, wow, I do catch and release myself. But the reason they probably threw it back is because it probably wasn't size. Like, they have to, like, bass have to be, like, humongous. I've seen people catch 18-inch bass have to throw them back because they got to be bigger than that. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why they threw the fish back. But um, same on the, the, the politicians nowadays. And as far as changing things, I mean, you can't even say answer mine. They're okay, they can't be changing Eskimo prize, they're changing everything. So I know I'm bouncing back and forth here, but yeah, I was trying to throw it all out there. No, I'm glad you're doing it because a good majority of the American citizens are fed up with it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's out of control. I don't know what we can do about it except uh, just disagree, and that doesn't do anything. It well, it all, d- all depends on who you elect, who you vote for. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be Kathy Olsen and Ed and Ed Vermont, but... Um, <laughs> But, um, so you you don't like some of the things that Lamont has done? Is is that what you said? Well, he promised this and he promised that, and all everything he promised did the opposite. It's like um, mm-hmm. as far as tax property, I don't even own property, but everybody who owns houses, their property taxes went up, their utilities went sky high more than they were. It's like everything he said is it seemed to me is is, is um, rubbish, uh, like a lie. It's like uh, I don't know what why what I don't understand why they they say this and they promise that and then. That doesn't happen, you know. It's like, but why promise people this stuff and then not keep your word? Uh, you know. Well, that's traditional in a lot of politics. But listen, I'm glad you got a lot of stuff in there. Yeah, I have a lot more to say too, but I can't suck up the whole show. So okay. <laughs> all right. Um, well, thank you for your time. And um, like I said, all lives matter, not just black lives. And politicians are corrupt. All right. You should try fishing too. It's really fun. All right. I, I, look, I'm no pond or a little lake or anything. Just try it. Everybody that's fishing seems to be loving it. There must be something to it. Yeah, try it. You might like it. All right. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Sue. Hi. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. Did that last gentleman say um ten times? I don't know. I don't count that. You know, people talk and talk the way they want. Okay. Um. Anyway, are, are you going to have any officials, city officials, or whatever, talking about the roundabouts? Um, they don't seem to come on your program that often. Once in a while, you'll have Mayor Nystrom on. Um, you know, I'm just curious. Do you have that on your well, agenda? Well, this program is open to people who would like to come on, and then, of course, it it's getting close to election time, but those that aren't running uh, certainly can come on this program. Okay, I was just uh, wondering, to, because there seems to be a lot of concern about things happening in Norwich and uh, uh, council members, 
don't seem to come on, like I said, and I wish they were invited on, you know, all of them on the council. Well, it's an open invitation. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. An open invitation. There will be no hors d'oeuvres, though, because that could get a little costly if everybody came on. And uh, Well, maybe we could do it. Bribe people with shrimp cocktails. If you know they're going to serve shrimp cocktails at a party, come early, because they just suck those up so quickly. Welcome. You're on the air. Hi. Good afternoon. Hey, real quick, sir. 30 seconds. Hey, you found that song. That's a great tune, man. Oh, my Bellamy. Okay, thanks, Joey. Remember the actor by the name of Ralph Bellamy? It's got nothing to do with that song, however. Ralph Bellamy. Good actor. Jeep Adventure Days are going on now for the entire month of October here at Falby's Motors. Come down and check out everything Jeep has to offer. With best-in-class 4x4 and towing capabilities, spacious, comfortable interiors, and smooth, reliable rides, your adventure starts here. We've all been hearing about the madness with the shortage of cars. Dealers are marking up the price of new vehicles because of, well, we don't know why either. That's why here at Falby's Motors, we promise to never overcharge on any of our new vehicles. You heard that right. Falby's promises that Connecticut residents won't pay over sticker price. Come by and let us help kick off your adventure in a newer certified pre-owned Jeep. We're located on Route 32 right down the street from Mohegan Sun, or you can always visit us online at falvies.com, where you can choose your vehicle or begin customizing in order to fit your needs. If you don't see something you like, ask us about how you can get even more savings by placing a custom factory order with us. It's amazing the countries that hate us want to blame us for everything. Iran, where their people are fed up with their government in Iran. So they're blaming us because there's an uprising, because they killed an innocent woman because she didn't have the, the hat on correctly. So it's our fault because they're demonstrating these people are fed up, and I don't know where it's going to go, but they've been demonstrating for about a week, and they are really mad. The way they treat women, I'd like to see women's groups speak up more about that, what's going on in Iran. It's just uh, despicable. But they blame, they're blame they blaming us. You know, it's all our fault. WICH, welcome. Oh, hi, Stu. One real quick moment. Yesterday, on the front page of the day paper, it was about Connecticut's shift to EVs or electric cars is accelerating and all this big hoopla about how great electric cars and this and that is, right? Well, guess what happened yesterday morning? The last gust of wind after the storm was done took our power out. At quarter of 11, we didn't get it back until quarter of 3, and when we got on the little cell phone, we're looking all around for Eversource power outages. There were a handful in, in um, oh, Ledger and all over Preston in different areas. Whatchamacallit's on the tree line, uh, tree limbs on the lines. And I'm like, oh, how appropriate. Connecticut's bragging about how we're going all electric. It, yeah, just copying because Lamont doesn't have a brain of his own. And then power, and look at how overcast. We have been overcast, what, four days at least so far? Now, how is that going to make solar hold up? You can't do it in New England. But, you know, as my mother would say, 
bunch of educated fools. And that's all I got to say. All right. Thank you. All right. Educated fools. It's kind of an oxymoron. All right. Uh, we got plenty of time for some calls, if you like. A little comedy coming up, too, on our program. 25 minutes before 2 on WICHAM and FM. Check us out on WICH.com, and you can email me at stu, S-T-U, at WICH.com. Hey, do you hear what's happening at Bill's Betting this month? Uh, no, what's going on? It's Octobedfest, of course. Wait, you mean Bill's Betting is selling beer? No, no, no. Octobedfest, it's a month-long sale only at Bill's Betting on all mattresses, box springs, adjustable beds, and more. Hey, now that's good timing. My wife and I were just saying it's time for a new bed. Our packs are killing us in the morning. Bill's has over 30 different comforts from Serta, Beautyrest, Corsicana, and everything from inner spring to hybrid beds. So uh, do they deliver and take the old ones? Yes, and it's free. Do they finance? 12 equal payments with no finance or interest charges. So, no beer? No, just a great night's sleep. Well, sounds like we're heading to Bill's today. This month, it's Octo Bedfest at Bill's Bedding and Furniture. And you need to get there and save on famous name brand bedding at the lowest prices of the season. Don't miss out. Get to Bill's today. Bill's Bedding and Furniture, 640 North Main Street, Danielson. Or online at billsbedding.com. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. All right, some odds and ends on our program. Uh, Citing a U.S. Supreme Court decision earlier this year, gun rights groups and firearms owners have launched another attempt to overturn Connecticut's ban on certain semi-automatic rifles that was enacted in response to the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting. The new lawsuit was filed Thursday in federal court by three gun owners, Connecticut Citizens Defense League and the Second Amendment Foundation. They are seeking to overturn the state prohibition on what they call modern sporting arms, such as AR-15-style rifles, like the one used to kill 21st graders and six educators at the Newtown School in 2012. Still don't understand why we need those guns around. I understand why people want to have guns, because our criminal justice system is a farce in some states, not every state. Uh, and we, they're doing still, you know, lots, oh, they so much work to do in Florida. So much work to do, slowly but surely. I know these good people will get it done. They're searching for bodies. And if you see some of the destruction in the videos on the telly, it's just unbelievable. And while they're searching and going through things, the sun is shining and it's a beautiful day. Hard to believe what happened just 72 hours ago. Absolutely amazing. How about this story? Oh, this is from Dear Abby. I'm a 49-year-old woman who never had a father in my life. He was gone shortly after my mother announced that she was pregnant. When she contacted him via his family to let him know I was born, he said he didn't care. He was already with someone else, and she was pregnant. I've always known his name and that he lived in Ohio. Well, thanks to technology, I found him. She found the creep. 
I would look him up every so often. I just learned that he died seven months ago. I saw from his obituary that I have two brothers. I'm not sure what, if anything, to do. If they don't know about me, wouldn't that be a shock? I haven't told my mother anything about this. I'm not sure how to be honest, so where am I supposed to go from here? I'll just tell her to be honest. She said, dear, feeling lost. You should discuss the fact that you have been searching with your mother. It's long overdue. If you're looking for a family relationship with your half-brothers, chances of you finding one are slim. They may have never been told about their father's past. What a healthy person would do in a a case like that is build a family of your own, choosing with friends who are caring and supportive, concentrate on the future rather than the past, which you cannot change. Do you agree with that? Would you want to know who your half-brothers were? Mm. I don't know. That's a tough one. Well, Abby doesn't know everything, of course. Okay. Time for a little comedy. This is a cute bit by uh, a comedian who used to appear a lot on the Ed Sullivan Show. His name is Alan King. And see if you can't relate to some of the things he says in this comedy routine. We signed up a lot of great stars. And one of them was going to make repeated appearances on our show is Alan King. So let's bring Alan King. When I was a kid on the Lower East Side of New York, we had a general practitioner named Dr. Sam Roth, rest his soul. We used to affectionately refer to him as Dr. Sam. He didn't know half as much medicine as the young men are today, but at least he showed up. <laughs> he could come with an empty black bag, and we got well. I remember my brother had a mastoid infection. He was burning up. He had 140. As much fever as anybody could have. Doc Sam came. He walked in. First, he gave the kids rock candy. Then he had a glass of tea with my mother. And my brother was burning in the back. But everybody got well. It goes back to the king's evil. The laying on of the hands. People have been cured just by the physician touching the afflicted area. That's why I get a little bit upset about these problems. Did you ever try to get a specialist on the phone today? You got to deal with the answering service or the nurse? Miss Halsey speaking. Oh, how do you do? I'd like to speak to the doctor. I'm terribly sorry, the doctor's quite busy right now. Perhaps I can help you. I say, no, I don't think so, because I don't really need a nurse right now, you see. I mean, uh, my bed is clean, and uh, I have my own glass drawer. Uh, Is there any way I can talk to the doctor? Well, what is it about? Well, I'd like two tickets to the ball game. I mean, what do I call a doctor about? I'm sick, you idiot. Oh, you'd like an appointment. One moment, please. How about a week from Tuesday? I said, swell, I'll have the hearse drop me off. You want him to leave the box downstairs? Have you ever been x-rayed? Did you ever stand in front of an x-ray machine naked? the doctor walks in with a leather apron, gloves, and goggles. Now, why aren't you entitled to the same protection as this man? Then he goes into another room to push the button. What's the matter, doc? It's not safe out there. It's going to blow up. What is it, doc? I expect to get a few more letters. 
If you agree with me, please write to me. And if you don't, please write to Ed Sullivan, will you? I'm happy to be back with Ed. Thank you very much, and... That's unfortunately too short, that bit, but there it is, a little bit about doctors. And uh, the doctor used to make house calls in our neighborhood on Elm Hill Avenue in Roxbury, Mass. was Dr. Ingalls. I was always sick. He was always there. For a while, I thought he was my father. Dr. Ingalls would come in his big bag and usually had the same thing, a little ear infection or something. And he would give me penicillin. And he would ride off on his horse and wait on the steps till we called him again. Hi, welcome to the program. Hi. Hi. I do like Alan King. Yeah, he's funny. I, I just only hear the end of it. Um, when when I was on earlier, I spoke about um, why I'm not voting for Lamont, but I wasn't. I didn't. I didn't um, say the main one of the main reasons. You know, politicians are running for office, and they promise you the moon and the and the stars and the skies and everything. He talks about businesses in Connecticut, yet his wife is in Nashville starting businesses. If he can't get his wife to start businesses in Connecticut, why do I want him as my governor? It's kind of interesting, you know? yeah. Well. You know, I mean, that's... That's one major thing is that he should be working on getting businesses to Connecticut, not to, you know, not have his wife go down to Nashville and start businesses. And maybe his, maybe his, um, you know, he, he won't anyway. That's, that's one of the main reasons mm-hmm. um, that I don't want to vote for him. That's another one of the main reasons. And... I am also just on, on a quick note discussed with our president and vice president. The vice president talked about about um, equity. She talked about equity and in, 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 um, working on the, all of the um, everything in uh, Florida. No, it's based on need. You know whether they're white, blue, black, green, whatever. You can go based on the need, what need is most important. And um, she was asked if she could clarify her, her message. And of course. Anytime you, time you get flack. Without that answering it. Yeah. Anyway, bye-bye. All right, see ya. In my opinion, and please, you're welcome to disagree with me, all this talk about equity and equality, and uh, I think what they've done is divide people. That's what I think they've done. So they've been very successful, in my opinion, doing that. However, you may have a different point of view, which is okay on this program. Gotcha. 889-5252 is our number. WICH AM 1310 and FM 94.5. We do have time for another call or two. So if you would like to uh, get in and... uh, Express your opinion. See, I don't want to divide people. I want to bring them together. That's my theory. In school, I want the teachers to talk about the golden rule. And we're all created equal and then get down to reading, writing, and arithmetic. And if somebody doesn't go along with that, then they should uh, go to the principal's office and have the parents come up and discuss it. Because no one 
should feel bullied in school for any reason. No one. And if they uh, made it tougher there, we'd have left problems. Just put the uh, golden rule on the blackboard. Do they still have blackboards? Probably not, huh? Do you have a blackboard at home? Maybe it's worth a lot of money. <laughs> I don't know. Especially when the uh, teacher used to... You can even, even without hearing it, when the teacher would squeak the chalk, you know that feeling like... Even thinking about it, just like a lemon. When somebody talks about a lemon, right away your face distorts. Isn't it funny? Maybe it's not funny. I don't know. Here's that song, Sweet Old Fashioned Girl, for those that uh, forgot about it. Wouldn't anybody care to meet a sweet old fashioned girl? Scoobily dooby dum, doesn't anybody care about a sweet old fashioned girl? Scoobily dooby dum, who's a frantic little bopper in some sloppy socks? Just a crazy rock and roll and little doggy laps. Wouldn't anybody care to meet a sweet old fashioned girl? Doesn't anybody care to hear some sweet old fashioned Wouldn't anybody like to take a nice old-fashioned walk? Scoobily dooby dum, take a walk around the corner where the cats all stop, where you take the juicy ribs and then you'll dance that bop. Wouldn't anybody like to take a nice old-fashioned walk? Scooby doo, Scooby doo. Wouldn't anybody care to meet a sweet old-fashioned miss? Scoobily dooby dum, wouldn't anybody like to kiss a sweet old-fashioned kiss? Scoobily dooby dum, you'll just flip your little wig because we'll bet you some that you'll really Anybody care to meet a sweet old-fashioned girl? Scoobily dooby dum, doesn't anybody care about a sweet old-fashioned girl? Scoobily dooby dum, who's a frantic little bopper in some sloppy socks? Just a crazy rock and roll and little Goldilocks. Wouldn't anybody care to meet a sweet old-fashioned girl? Yeah, the bop. That was another uh, a dance, of course, the bop. There's all kinds of different ones, uh, variations of the dances, huh? All right, there it is, Teresa Brewer, a sweet old-fashioned girl.
So a few songs about old-fashioned. The Everly Brothers did that, and we're old-fashioned, and uh, Three Dog Night, just an old-fashioned love song. Yep. They're kind of fun. I like to remind folks every day now because it's important to get in early on this one. They can assist you, TVCCA, with overdue energy bills. TVCCA has funding to assist customers with past due utility payments and can work with community members to establish a payment plan or qualify for the New Start program with Eversource. The last thing you want to do is have things turned off. Who knows what kind of a winter we'll have. Uh, I understand that families are still struggling in the aftermath of the pandemic. So Deb Monahan, the CEO, is preparing to uh, accept energy assistance applications. They are now in. Their staff is prepared to help families negotiate affordable utility repayment plans and even assist with payment of utility bills. Contact numbers for those seeking assistance. Please take this down. You may be uh, available for this assistance. Take a lot of stress out of your life. 860-444-0006. 860-444-0006. In the Norwich area, 860-889-1365. New London County residents, 860-425-6681. So, if you think you're going to need some help, don't hesitate to call them, and they'll get right on it with you. Because you don't want to wait till it's all backed up, and it's going to get tougher to get some energy assistance. But they always do the best for you at uh, TVCCA. All right? Get those numbers. If you miss them, email me or call me, and I'll give you those numbers. Absolutely free. My mother-in-law needed a blood transfusion. We had to give up the idea. We couldn't find a tiger. (laughs) My mother-in-law will never live to be as old as she looks. Four drunks looked at her. They took the pledge. My house, I don't need any long-playing records. Not with my wife around. Say there was a mix-up in the Swank Fifth Avenue flower shop. The wrong cards were attached to two imposing floral wreaths. The one that went to the druggist moving to a new building read, Deepest Sympathy. The one intended for the funeral of the leading banker read, Good luck in your next location. <laughs> say, my wife drove up the wrong way in a one-way street. The cop says, Didn't you see the arrow? She says, I didn't even see the Indian. <laughs> my wife should have been a lawyer. Every time we have an argument, she feels she's losing. She takes it to the higher court. Her mother. <laughs> My wife, I can't forget the first time I met her, the way her lovely hair grew halfway down her back. Too bad it didn't grow on her head. <laughs> See, those bellhops in Miami are just tip-happy. They walk around with their hands outstretched. I was in my room, I ordered a deck of playing cards, a guy made 52 trips. <laughs> down in Miami, a man falls in the pool, a lifeguard jumps in, saves his life. The man walks over to me and says, what do you tip for a thing like that? <laughs> Say, one day I was driving under the influence of my wife. She talks and talks and talks. She gets 2,000 words to the gallon. I want to send my brother-in-law a gift. How do you wrap up a saloon? Say, you hear about the gypsy who doesn't read the tea leaves? She reads the lemon. (laughs) 
Henning Youngen came out with a classic line. I don't know if he wrote it or not, but uh, comedians have used it for years and years. He would come on the stage and say, take my wife, please. And that became his signature joke. Anytime you hear the name Henny Youngman. We like to sprinkle in on our final hour of the day some comedy routines in addition to your phone calls and a little music. So if you'd like to check in on any subject, we do have some time. It is uh, five minutes before two. WICH AM and FM. Hope you have a good day. Keep in mind the Veterans Coffee House, second Tuesdays in Montville. Tuesday, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., veterans can socialize and receive information regarding veterans' benefits and services. The number is 425-6617, Montville Senior Center, 12 Maple Avenue in Montville. Coming up on Tuesdays, you've probably heard many instrumentals about the Red River Valley. Did you ever hear a vocal? Listen to this one. From this valley they say you are gold Here's the words to it I will miss your bright eyes and sweet smile For they say you are taking the sunshine That sure brightens my Sit by my side if you love me Do not hasten to bid me adieu Just remember the Red River Valley Shucks, remember the Red River Valley, something I've never played. 
I like to find something in the vault that I've never played, and then I listen to it, and it's pretty neat. Usually it's a very peppy song with a lot of horns. and But that's the ballad version of the Red River Valley done by a guy with a terrific voice. His name is Roger Whitaker. So many of you uh, heard of the Cowsills, very, very popular group from New England. And they were born in uh, Portsmouth, Rhode Island. They had a marvelous, marvelous career. And everybody thought, well, they're done. Well, after 10 years, they've decided to record again. So their people got in touch with my people, which is me, and uh, said, you know, would you like one of the Cowsills on? I said, yeah, sure. So Paul Cowsill will be joining me tomorrow at... um, 1105. Have, have a little fun with it. Maybe we'll be able to take some calls. But they brought us some really terrific songs. You remember We Can Fly. Very positive music. Indian Leap, The Rain, The Park, and other things. That was their first hit. So check that out. We'll uh, have that tomorrow, among other things, for you. Just about wrap-up time. Where does the time go, huh? Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310, and 94.5 FM, W233DB in Norwich. Hope everybody that you'll be kind to each other. Should be an easy thing to do. Spread a little kindness around. Never lose your sense of humor. It's time.